Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. As the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln. I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speaks. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. Sister Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. Plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi. Sister Speak Podcast, this is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. I uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Chabrino, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour. I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak. This is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great, and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak. It's podcast. <laughs> I'm Major. Sister Speak, I have nothing to add to this conversation, being not a sister or, well, a brother. (laughs) Unless you're talking about me having brothers, and I do. I'm the whitest dude on the planet. That's all I got. You were some fine-looking woman in that room, I bet, though. Hi, I'm Caitlin Akon, and I play Enid on The Walking Dead. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout-out to Sister Speak. Keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak. This is Tom Payne, who Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Hi, I'm Rudy Hudson, and I'm here with Sister K on Sister Speak Podcast. Hey, Sister Speak fam. This is Shalita from Philly. To quote the oh-so-fine Kang Ezekiel, fake it till you make it, baby. 
Hello, Sister Speak family. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida. New year, new season, but yeah, you know your girl Procrasti is singing the same old song. I don't want to watch Carol kill walkers no more. I don't want to watch Carol no more. I'm tired of just being the Carol Saves the World show. This is Ozzy John, and I watch The Walking Dead, and yet I smile. Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead, where we discuss the AMC series, The Walking Dead, from a sister's, and today a mister's, point of view. I'm Sister Kay. I'm Brother Ray. I'm Robert from the back. And welcome to episode 84. Let's get started. <laughs> Why y'all didn't join in with me? <laughs> welcome, 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 Sister Speak Nation. It has been a minute and we are back with episode nine of season eight of The Walking Dead titled Honor. And it is my honor today to welcome two fabulous, sexy voices, Sister Speak Nation group members. <laughs> Brother Ray and Robert from the Bay. Yeah. <laughs> what it do? <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I know the Thank family you. is going crazy. Nah, they ain't. They turning this shit off now. <laughs> <laughs> no, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> so before we get started talking about honor. The name of this episode, the season, the mid-season premiere. Uh, let's talk about the season so far and y'all's opinions. So this is our first time talking this season. And I want to kind of know what y'all have been thinking about this season as a whole before we get into the mid-season premiere. Cool. So first of all, this is Brother Ray. And I haven't read the comics, but when the first episode came out, I was very excited. Season one, episode one. It was my favorite show, uh, great moments. And this season, let's just say, this will probably be my last episode watching. <laughs> the last episode. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to give it up. <laughs> uh, I'm mad at you. I, I, I can't even, I can't. But go ahead. What do you I think, Robert? I feel you. Oh, man, I thought your rant was going to go a little longer. I had a good emotion. Oh, I got a rant coming. <laughs> 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 Well, I I started off reading the comics. I got into it, you know, when they first came out back in, I think it was 04, maybe even before that. But um, so I was expecting some real big things when this first came out. And and I was I was pleased, you know, the first two, three, four seasons was real good. And, you know, it just started to to fall off, you know, and I think it started. I mean, we'll give it. We'll get into it a little later on. But uh, in the previous podcast, I, when Procrastinella was doing her rant, I was really you know, shout out to uh, to Pam. I was I was shaking my head up up and down the whole time because I I agreed wholeheartedly with her mm-hmm. sentiments on the on the on how this show is has what what it's become basically, and and. I I think it's Scott Gimple. His his I think he's to blame, and 
you know, what, what we loved about The Walking Dead in the past was it was The Walking Dead, you know, it was the shock factor, the horror, the, you know, the, you, you, you looked forward for every Sunday night to watch that shit. And now it's like, man, I could find so many other things to watch than watch this, you know, it's not even anticipated no more. So, So, you know, I mean, I'm going to finish off the rest of this season. And after that, Sister Jay going to have to move over on that couch. I'm going to have to take my place right next to her. Right. Because I, I might be could I'm I might be done with this too. It's only what three more people from the very start that that's with us now that you know that call gone. So That's true, you know. you're right. Who do we have? What we just have Rick, Carol, and Daryl. And Daryl. Mm-hmm. And Morgan, but Morgan gonna be gone after this season too. Oh, is he? He's yeah. gonna He's fear. going through the fear of the walking dead. Yeah. Which I think uh, is gonna be stupid. Yeah, I don't even know about all that. I'm with you. I, I, you know, because we podcast this the show, we've been sticking. Well, I'll say me since I'm still here from Sister J. <laughs> but you know, we were holding in there every week and season, anticipating it getting better, and it's gotten to the point where it's it's almost unbearable, unbearable, unbearable to watch. I can't even say the damn word. It's got me so flustered. So, I mean, it's just not even fun. I'm sitting here dreading it. And I turned on the damn TV and it says an hour and 23 fucking minutes. And I'm thinking, fuck, what are they going to do for that? Yes. Now you got me up an extra 30 damn minutes. (laughs) And I know it ain't going to be nothing but extra commercials and some bullshit. Exactly. And that's exactly what it was, y'all. Ugh. Our show. I mean... I think it started with, for me at least, it started with that fake ass gland death, the dumpster death. <laughs> I think that's when yep. a bunch of us viewers had it, had, you know, we, we gave up on that bullshit because, because, you know what I'm saying? They, first of all, you know, Gimple, Gimple tried to be smart with us. You know, he tried to, he tried to think, he tried to say like, you know what I'm saying? You guys, you guys read the comic. You guys think you know what's coming. So he tried to surprise us with shit, you know, and he tried to give us that you know, surprise factor. So he's like, okay, let's let's fuck with these people a little bit and and kill off people that you know are still alive in the comics and everything. Mm-hmm. And then when they fake Glenn's death, you know, I think most of a lot of it had to do with you know people complaining like, no, oh, we don't want Glenn to die, we don't want we don't want Carol to die, we don't want Daryl to die. Or whatever, so you know he he gave in to those demands, so he kept him alive, and that's where he fucked up. You know what I'm saying? If he would have just killed the dude mm-hmm. and just went on with the story, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like he's doing all these things and and trying to prove that everybody's. I mean, trying to trying to you know everybody's untouchable. You know what I'm saying? Now and now we got what 30, 30, 20, 30 characters on the show, and they're trying to do all these storylines and all this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? When they first started. The, the reason why I liked it so much is because it was only one or two storylines to follow. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? One or two plot points. I'm, you know, I'm stupid. You know what I'm saying? Give me one or two <laughs> plot points to follow. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy with that. Now you want to give me five, six, seven plot lines to follow? I don't want that shit, you know, because and why is this happening now is because you got you got 30 characters you got to yep. put in. You stop killing people. And now you got to deal with all this bullshit. And, you know, and then he's like, you know, OK, well. Well, now he's trying to prove that no one's untouchable. So Carl's dead. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's some bullshit, too, because in the comics, spoiler alert, Carl's still woke. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and and I don't know how they're going to do, do the next big bad because Carl has a big cause a big part of you know what happens going forward and wow you know what i'm saying and yeah. and I, I think that's why kirkman cut 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 dimple off well i think that's he's like he's like you don't, you don't kill my my little baby carl my lbc i'm done with you <laughs> you know what i'm saying he, he getting replaced now because I, I really think carl was supposed to be the future of the show writing all the way around i mean you have Shows like, I mean, from The Wire and from Game of Thrones that can really manipulate a large cast. This is just a piss poor job. I mean, this is just, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it lost me with the whole dumpster. But you know what was a was a turnaround for me? It is it's kind of weird was when Rick's group actually attacked Negan's group when they were killing people in their sleep. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you know, that that kind of got me. I'm like, you know what? What if we would have saw this story from the beginning, from Negan's point of view? Mm-hmm. And if these people came in, I mean, you kill people and they sleep. That's pretty tight, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And after that, it's like, you know what? You just not my, I, I can't be on the whole hero side anymore. Although you know? I will say that was after Negan bashed into their people. But, but still. Know, but still, yeah. I mean, it, Rick just think he's so bad. And I think that's the thing is, I know I talked to this lady at work and she just loves Rick. See, I don't love Rick, so I can't. <laughs> I can't be all yeah. <laughs> him. I mean, that's, uh, you know, her ride or die. Since I don't have that affection towards him. I, no, because Rick causes a lot of this bullshit that happens. Right. By him being cocky. That whole shit with Negan in last season, or season whatever the fuck it was, six, seven, it wouldn't even have occurred behind his cocky ass oh right. we gonna go ahead and go through let's back up no run through them motherfuckers right you know and then him mouthing off while he is on his knees with his whole family there basically you're gonna mouth off with carl sitting there no when this dude's got a bat talking about he gonna kill somebody no you're not gonna put your child in jeopardy like that right mm-hmm. you know and ugh, that's just it's just so so this is my question for y'all. Do y'all think now with this new showrunner that's going to be in season nine that it'll change? That it will get better, go back to what we love? Or do you think it's like lost and no going back? I certainly hope so. I mean, for the, for the sake of the rest of the cast, you know. But I'm, they going to have to do it without me because I'm, I'm done yeah, with them. It's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 reason why I can say it's over is because, I mean, you know, there's there's really no development of these characters at this point. Yes. So it's, I mean, it's like, develop twenty of them. That's what, I'm like, I don't even care. I don't even care about any of them anymore. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. I mean, it's like, and you know what? It's going to be the same thing. They're going to go somewhere, new enemy, rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they've been doing, basically. Yeah. And if we really got into some character development, then man, maybe we'd be like, "Oh man, what's, what's going to happen next?" But right now, I mean, that whole all of them could be bit, just all of them. <laughs> Start over, or just end it. Right. The plague happens. Everybody yes. gone. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into honor. This episode, honor, which I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what? Who are we honoring? I guess Carl. But I was irritated from jump. Okay, I was going to be like, one of us got to love this episode. Is it any of us? No. 
Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Well, I'm going to okay. tell you one reason right now. Why do we have to be two inches from everybody's damn face in this damn show? Every episode, this season so far, starts out with these extreme close-ups in somebody's uh, fucking face. That, oh, man. All that artistic bullshit that Gimple got trying to trying to win an Emmy Award, you know? He's ain't no Emmy. doing too much. They're like them old-ass pictures you used to get at Sears Portrait. You know, when you <laughs> say that, you got <laughs> reflection and shit. When you're looking to the opposite side look of the opposite, camera. Yeah, right, opposite way. I'm like, shit. <laughs> the glamour shots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but been- the cinematography, this whole, this whole season has been trash to me. Terrible. Uh, And they keep doing the same thing every episode. It'd be different. If you did this once, it might make an impact. But you're doing it every single episode. The same thing. This little montage back and forth between what's happening in the present and what may happen or what's going to happen in the future. Oh, yeah. All that flash forward shit. He thinks he's lost. He thinks, you know, what with the music cues, he thinks he's Sons of Anarchy and Breaking Bad. And in all these big battles, he thinks he's Game of Thrones. I swear to God, he, mm-hmm. I mean, I swear to G, he, he, he can't, <laughs> he trying to, he trying to please, he trying to do too much and, and do things that other shows do real well. Cause he can't do, do shit on his own. You know what I'm saying? Sons of Anarchy was, that was good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was, that was some good. Yeah. So you can do it. So it can be done with a large cast. He just can't. Lost. Lost was good for like the first five seasons, <laughs> and that had a big cast. But you know, with all the flash forward he got going on, he think he lost. He think he JJ Abrams or somebody. Give me a flat. You could give me a, a flashback. You can give me something like that. But he put it all in the first damn minute. Mm-hmm. We got the press. We got the path. And I'm just like, it ain't working. I'm and then he's got you. the dream. He's got the present, past, and a damn fucking dream. And the dream. That you don't know is a dream until later, but it's just really, and honestly, I'm not, it's, we gotta, we gotta quit blaming just the one man. Cause it takes more than one man to make a damn TV show. Oh, don't let me get on Nicotero ass. It mm-hmm. takes a whole bunch of people. It takes a effing studio. Someone's greenlighting all these fucking stories. Someone is greenlighting all these damn, this filming. And this editing, who's doing all that bullshit? And nobody's speaking up either. Uh, hey, uh, Gimple, uh, we done did this shit eight times in a row already. You want to try something else? Right. No, no. And somebody's saying, okay, we'll just go with what he's saying. Really? <sighs> they all garbage then. I mean, Nicotero, you need to stick what he good at. Stick to what he's good at. And that's it. Don't he did he directed one good episode when and now now he's supposed to be like a superstar director? Come on, man. (laughs) Stop with all the CGI bullshit and and start doing the practical stuff that you're good at. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Why do you want to see that deer? Oh yeah. (laughs) That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. So we get all up in Brick's damn fucking grill. Red eyes crying. And I'm thinking, I'm already going, oh, come on. And then and we're in that fucking dream because it's all soft light. And Judith is grown a little bit more older. Little baby Judy. 
I like the baby Judith that they've got. This one. Be careful, man. She she's gonna be beautiful. So cute. She is, isn't she? She's such she a sure cute is. little girl. But I'm just thinking, what? Why? Why do we have to intersperse this and then immediately going into the flashback of Carl and how he got bit? Did we really need to see that? Because we already knew how the fuck he got bit. Right. And then on top of that, then we go to present, apparently present, with Rick and Michonne digging a fucking grave. It was just stupid. I mean, even Jerry, who who rode across the zombie infested, was <laughs> 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 some kind of fucking dessert. Come on. They stereotyping. Mm. Oh, because he's big. He's going to always go to the ends of the earth for some fucking dessert. What's some dessert? And I'm ready to tell you, in the middle of all that, and you still big? I mean, damn, man. There ain't no McDonald's, no Burger King. How he still right. big like that? Damn. He making sure he get his rations. I know that's right. <laughs> Dude. I'm bad. Some people just don't lose weight like that, though, brother Ray. <laughs> Okay, that's the future. Come okay. <laughs> Come on, man. Judith is walking around and shit. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but, you know, I think the show missed a good point. I mean, I don't know what, if you might as well say it now since the show's where he got bit. But um, Carl has been there since day one. We saw him grow up. Yeah. You got to give him a fitting death. And I just feel like since this is not in the comics, that if they would have had, say, something happened, the zombies are going after Judith, and he saved Judith, and he got bit. I mean, I'd be like, damn, you know, yeah, he's... a heroic he's, death. Right, right, but I don't, I don't know Sadiq. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> I know Raphael Sadiq, but damn. I mean, I just felt like, oh, so you got bit trying to bring him back. Okay. Wait, not even trying to bring him back. Trying to go kill... Walker, so their soul can go to heaven, right. which oh, is yeah. what Sadiq's mom would have wanted him to do. So it wasn't even like they had to go and do that shit to, for their lives. They just was doing it to do it. Right. Yeah, you're oh. right. Ooh, that's a good point. So he's he's getting bit and risking his fucking life off some bullshit. On some bullshit. And over they, some dude like, he don't even fucking know. Right. So I couldn't get the emotion. While if it was like him saving somebody, if he if he jumped in front. To save Michonne, I'd be like, oh, man, Carl, but this was messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was real messed up. Now, and can you- I just face, I mean, my music collection is from Kanye to Patsy Cline. I don't know what the hell they be playing on this show. Oh, my gosh. That song <laughs> was terrible. Yeah. I'm thinking, why? but why do we have to have the, mon- it's the same thing. This, no one's talking. We get to see action. This supposedly a song that's going to tie everything together. <laughs> and why are we all up in Carl's face now? Is there a reason why they had to show us that scene so close? Like, are they trying to hide what's behind there? They didn't want, they didn't want to pay for more walkers or something. <laughs> I mean, why are we all up in his face on that scene? Why couldn't we see the whole thing happen? Yeah, that was kind of weird. Very I'm weird. telling you, they they probably didn't even plan this. You know what I'm saying? They when they when they first shot that they they did that shot, they probably didn't even 
You don't think it was written that a way? Zombie. Nah, nah, they changed it up. They, so? they hear the they hear the complaints and stuff, you know what I'm saying? They hear, you know, they have people review the, the shows before they come out. Mm-hmm. And it's probably people telling them, nah, we, you know, we see it this way, we see it that way. So that's why they had to shoot it, shoot it over and, and, oh, and show him getting So they kind of cobbled it together. I think so. But that's just me. Yeah. Now, okay. So I, that was irritation number one, that whole opening part in the same segment, except so after Carl gets bit, he goes and takes, obviously he takes a bath his hair is wet when he gets done, but he's like looking at the wound. This again, I'm bringing back my point from uh, what season three in the prison. How are these fuckers biting through clothes? I just don't know. But anyway, we'll, we'll skip that point. <laughs> Cause I still am tripping over how that one Walker bit through jeans and took a big ass chunk out of Herschel's leg. I don't know. And they don't have sharp teeth. They've just got regular people teeth. But anyway, so this, he's looking at the shirt and it's got holes in it. It's done bit through. He's looking at himself in the mirror. Then he gets dressed again. He's obviously taking a shower, puts his hat on. And then we see him on fucking guard duty with motherfucking Tobin, who I still can't fucking stand. Right. And I can't stand him even worse because Carl is sitting up here going, um, Oh, hey, I don't even fucking know what he says. Uh, where's Michonne? Oh, And this big motherfucker goes, oh, and takes out a fucking letter that she done given him to give to Carl. When was you going to give him the fucking letter, Tobin? You done sit up here with this fucking letter all this time. You could have gave it to me when I was down on the fucking ground. Classic Tobin. Oh, that irritated the shit out of me. Why is he not bit? Right. With his big ass, he don't do shit. He, he, he collecting a paycheck is what he doing. Exactly. Oh, that irritated the shit out of me. But y'all know I hate Tobin. I mean, do we know how long does it usually take for people to turn? I mean, because I was even like, come on, this is... <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see. He out there playing the fucking garden. He taking Polaroids. He... <laughs> He's writing like letters. Polaroids. He's writing letters. I mean, it's like he's sitting up there rocking on the damn porch. <laughs> like, when is he going to turn? When? And I was kind of messed up because, you know, he could have turned in front of his sister and bit her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but hey, I will the say polo- the only thing that I did enjoy about this episode, and it's a small thing, it was Carl and Judith. Yeah. Him spending time that with her not- and... And she Polaroid is, selfies. Yeah, she's so damn cute. And just seeing them, him trying to spend as much time as he can with her and play in so that she can remember him with the handprints and stuff. Right, I thought right. that was cute. That was, that that was She's just adorable. I can't stand it, how cute she is. And that way she'll have a picture of them together to keep with her forever. You right, know. right. But that part was cute. The whole shit with Sadiq in the in the damn whatever sewers. I'm like, whatever. Uh, Although Sadiq's cute, hello. But still, all of that just for Sadiq's mama no, memory. Nope. No, I don't know nothing about that. Well, I know y'all don't know nothing about that, but still. <laughs> 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 but still, I'm like, really? And you're right. How long is this supposed to be? I think it was only supposed to be a day. 
But I felt uh, like it still took shorter time than that to turn. Right. When, um, what was his name back in season one got bit? Was it season one or season two? That one dude that was at the camp got bit. It seemed like it. he was about to turn within that same day. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's like about 48 hours for Carl. I got a question for y'all. Welcome. 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 Judith got the curly hair. Seriously. <laughs> and then when they do the flash forward, she got the straight hair. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. It's a real question. That continuity is important to me. You know what I'm saying? They got some some flat irons for for ladies over there. You know what I'm saying? It's called, we don't care if we pick a kid that looks anything like the baby we got. We just going to get a little girl with blonde hair and we going to make her Judith. There you go. That's what that is. Okay, moving on. My fault. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All they had to do was wait another what year, and then use the the same Judith for that same scene. <laughs> okay, because uh, she's growing up. Yeah, but yeah, oh, they, they could have done better. They could have a whole bunch of little white girls auditioning in Hollywood. <laughs> they I know that's right. They got to get one closer. They could. Hey, but why come? Why come Rick look old as shit in the flash forward, but everybody else the same age? That's a good question. <laughs> that's busted. Now, I will say, you know, after I watched it the second time, yes, I watched it twice, y'all. And I fell asleep. I tried. Yeah, I I did fall asleep. And when I woke up, (laughs) I woke up right at that moment when I real when they was talking to Carl at the end. And he's like, well, I have a dream about da 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 And I was like, oh, okay, it's Carl dreaming. Okay, that's what that's supposed to be. But I will say... Uh, when I was first watching that whole dream thing, or the first time I watched it, I'm thinking, what? Who? First of all, why are we walking through this city or whatever the hell they're supposed to be? I guess it's supposed to be Alexandria. We seeing people that definitely done already fucking turned on us, like fucking Dwight, not Dwight, um, Eugene. I was mm-hmm. hot when we saw Eugene, and then. Uh, Jerry was fine because, you know, I like Jerry. Sadiq's in the background. I'm like, why is he still able to walk around? I would think Rick would have kicked his butt out after all this this crap happened. Oh, oh Rick would have kicked him out for sure. For sure. Actually, he would have kicked his butt after Carl told him what happened. Exactly. You brought who back and got bit? With- oh, okay. Your ass got to go. And I'm yep. going to kick it on the way out of the sewer. Right. But then, I know we skipping, but you know. Then we get to the very end, and I'm thinking, Carl would not even think like this some bullshit. When you see who you see at the very end, in that same effing city, helping them all live here. And he's saying, well, we all are living, and we all are helping everybody else live. And there you see fucking Negan. That makes no sense. So stupid. Oh, I was pissed. I'm hoping one of these callers can, one of these feedbacks can be positive spin on this. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm hoping somebody got to be happy about this episode. Now, they didn't think that people were going to be up in motherfucking arms behind that bullshit. They stupid, man, if they didn't think that. Thank you. Ugh. 
Redonk. <sighs> then, okay, this is my, my next question for y'all. Why, what was the purpose? And I know this is what they do when they have two different storylines or two different places. But they have to switch from Alexandria to wherever the kingdom, the kingdom. <clears throat> so we, you know, are switching back and forth between Morgan and Carol and King mm-hmm. Ezekiel. What did y'all think about that storyline over there? I was pale. I could, you know what? I used to like Carol. I'm not going to, I mean, Carol was my girl, but this whole thing of making her, you know, this superhero, when they, at the very beginning, when that lady said, oh, it's you against all the rest of them, they don't stand a chance. (laughs) I so far back in my I was staring down the back of my throat. (laughs) I could not take it. I know, right? You're like, you I like. Really? I mean, I, oh. I'm I'm with you. I like I like Carol too before, but you know they trying to make her the moral compass now to to Morgan and Morgan used to be the moral compass. Now he the now he the clear Morgan. Right. That's like they going back and forth with all this bullshit, man. I mean, I like Morgan when he was clear and shit, and now they they giving him back to us, but it's like too little, too late, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and now Carol and Carol with her kids, man. Every every kid. Every comes. kid. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. Carol, bad influence on kids, but. But this is the, I I'm more annoyed by the Carol and the kids thing. Why do you keep bringing kids around her? Why? And right. why is she always trying to protect them if they don't get? They're not protected. Why, why? even go there? We've done this. What now? twice three times now can we move on to another way to show that carol's sad about this fucking situation it's like they use that as a way to show that she's like tired of the killing and tired of the apocalypse and just wants to be on her own and i don't want to have to be responsible for anyone or love any we've done this already y'all we've done it it with them two girls we did it with whatever that dumb ass that was screaming mama sam (laughs) Yeah, it's like, damn, enough is enough. Trick ho, this trick ho mama. Right. Mm -hmm. Why do we have to do this again with this little kid? It's old. It's old. And no, you're not going. You're going back. Okay, you didn't think to say, oh, you know what? Wait a minute, y'all. I've had experience with this because I've had two two other sets of kids that didn't listen to my fucking ass. So I'm going to need you, lady, who's giving me all these props to lock this little motherfucker up. Because I already know he's gonna get loose and come a running and get hurt. Thank you. Uh, you you already a better rider than what they got. Hello, Sister K. I, I mean, they're acting like she brand new with all this, and still we're bringing kids out. Still, and they're always yeah. gravitating towards her, around right. her. I'm thinking, okay, come on. Oh yeah, it's tired. It's tired. On, on a side note, because I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got yeah. an issue. <laughs> I'm now gonna be like Robert. <laughs> I got an issue with this same ratty ass rag around Mashawn's head. <laughs> I am so oh, tired. Can I just say, in oh. Black Panther, in Black Panther, when she was wearing that wig when they was going to the casino, and she was yes. like, "This wig is ridiculous." That was a shout out to to the Walking Dead. Thank you. you. Know, That's what I was thinking too. She said, "Please put this in because every." Every day, 
<laughs> on that set in Atlanta. I want to snatch this wig off. Thank she you. Oh, we're going to talk about Black Panther later, y'all. Okay. Let's hold that. That's the only reason I answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's right. See? <laughs> Before we get off of Carl and then, let's keep on the Carl side, then we'll go over to the to the King okay. side. Um, okay, so this hour and motherfucking 23 minutes. Excuse me. I know, I'm cussing when I get irritated. This hour and 30 fucking minutes with Carl dying was much, a, a bit much. It took too motherfucking long. First of all, Rick don't say boo shit until the very end. Mm-hmm. Michonne's the one who's really talking to Carl. Um, and then, this is what irritated me too. Everybody standing around, ain't nobody saying nothing. Right. Finally, nobody. They, they realize nope. nobody. I like, forgot other people like, even in there. It's like, it was like 20 people in there. Right. Thank you. They all leave because they find out the saviors have gone. So then Daryl's like, okay, they gone. Michonne says, hey, let's, let's take everybody and get them over to Hilltop. Let's take Carl. Here come Rick. No, no, he ain't going to make it. He ain't going to make it. We, I got to stay here with Carl. Then after everybody gone who could have helped your punk ass, then you going to talk about when it's just you and Michonne. Oh, we gotta uh, help get him me back. move! Help me move him out of this fucking sewer so we don't have to die in the fucking sewer. Oh, is that the reason? I didn't even know. I zoned out. But you know what? <laughs> Go back to Michonne. When she, when she was sitting up there, I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't think that was Michonne when she went up to old boy and go, make it stop, make it stop. I'm like, Michonne? <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's that cinematography. They, it's too dark. You know what I'm saying? They they trying to they don't put enough lighting on the on the uh, on the cast. Now I will say the only thing is when he said to Michonne, "You're my best friend," and she was like, "You're my best friend." Okay, that was cool. Yeah, yeah I teared up on yeah, that. I yeah, I like that part, but I'm sorry when he brought up Laurie, I oh, couldn't stop laughing, and I don't know it was I was drinking, but all I think, <laughs> <laughs> all I could think about. Was that fat ass zombie that ate her up? Ate her up. I mean, ate her all the way up. From the eyes, still don't believe that shit. From the eyes to the thighs, he ate her (laughs) up. Look, we have never seen such since, have we? Never. Never. No. This motherfucker was so full. He could not move. <laughs> right. I he mean, had this hair way. sticking out his teeth. I know. I mean, and he was bad, me. too. Right. He was still trying to chop people walking <laughs> by. He was... <laughs> but he couldn't move, so he couldn't really do nothing. <laughs> and oh, I don't know why man. I could not stop laughing, because I'm like, even this zombie that I've been mean, just walking a bit, you know, Carl, he just bit him and went about his way. But I was like, that bad zombie, I mean... No, I wish we could do that again. On. And I just started laughing at that. I was out of the mood at that point. I was like, oh, I'll just die. <laughs> every, yeah, every time I think about that, I just crack up going, really? And that was kind of a disservice to Lori, but I think maybe they did that on purpose because at the time, Lori was annoying as hell. Yeah. yeah Everybody was. hated Lori at that point. I didn't she want was. her to go out like that, though. I mean, come on. Hey, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she the original trick hoe, or was that... Um, was that, uh, no, she was number two. Sookie, Sookie was the original. Andrea. No. no. 
Sookie was the original original. Yeah, Sookie was the original original. Then it was Lori. Then Andrea was number three. Okay. Okay. And then that one, um, who was that trick the governor was sleeping with? Was number four that had her baby left the baby in the room with the governor when she didn't <laughs> even know him. And then number five, and then was having sex in the truck with her baby right next to her. Hello. That was ridiculous. Oh, that was bullshit. That was some bull. I'm like, really? That's not, okay, whatever. And then the Mm -hmm. fifth one was the haircut chick. (laughs) (laughs) And I find it interesting that four of the five are from the same motherfucking show. Right. Mm -hmm. That tells you they don't know how to write women. Well, they got this new showrunner. She a woman. So well, but she's been there. She obviously ain't been speaking up. Yeah, you're right. This ain't how women do. They have four of them? You could have maybe one. Anyway, whatevs. 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 So stupid. I like how Sister J get mad when you say whatevs. She hates that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I say I always it. crack up. <laughs> but then, okay, so then the other part of this whole thing that I thought was fucked up for Carl, if he's yeah, he's been with us from Jump, right? He grew up on the damn show, and yet mm-hmm. you're going to string his death out. It's meaningless, basically, like you said, which is a great point. And then <clears throat> he going to have to do it himself because ain't nobody else doing it. <laughs> right. You know what? I thought about that. Too. They sit up like, here I'm- dabbing him and shit. I'm like, well, how long are you going to dab at him? You going to let him die and then turn? That's not what you do to a loved one. The best thing is that so they don't even see it coming. They should have had them look at the flowers and shit, so Thank they could have just happened or something. Thank exactly. You. Messed up. That well, was. How are you gonna have him propped up, dipping and dabbing in his sweat? Yeah, that was bad. For You're eight right. seasons, for eight seasons, they made it seem to be to made it seem. T- they try to make it important to us to know that it it had to be you had to be killed by a loved one. And now they do this bullshit. Right. Right. You're just mm-hmm. gonna That's it. Do they even watch the show? Stupid. No, they don't. And this brings me back to my other irritating point from what? Episode <laughs> six of the season of you that really... motherfucking Aaron letting his fucking husband walk off in the damn sunset <laughs> as a fucking walker. You ain't never gonna let that one go, are you? No. I mean you guys weren't as irritated as me with that bullshit. Cause like you say, it's your loved one. Are you going to let them walk and wander forever as a fucking zombie? When I you're standing that. right there and could kill them? First of all, <laughs> you could even leave them to die by the fucking tree. Man, go back. Stupid. Go back to the fight, babe. Go back. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. I hope you survive. Really? What's no. happening to Aaron now? No way. You know what I'm saying? He's raising yeah. another baby, up, apparently. Eat it. Ain't uh, with that girl. Grace, Gracie, Grace. They got me all mixed up. That big Ain't she baby. Enid? Oh, yeah. Enid. <laughs> Enid. <laughs> Ain't that the same girl? No. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so that's the whole Carl shit. That's just so fucking annoying. I mean, I really, they fucked up what should have been in a very emotional, and even the emotional parts, by the time they got to it, wasn't that emotional. Right. The most right. emotional part for me was watching Michonne and Carl because the whole Rick and Carl non-reaction wasn't very emotional to me. And then, of course, after Carl has to kill his own motherfucking self, that's when Rick breaks down. 
on the porch. No, 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 it's them. It's not you. It's them. What the fuck was Rick talking about? Thank you. You know, and I'm looking at that right now. I'm going back to what you said before. I didn't think about it. Everybody, everybody's down there. Nobody else can help console them. I mean, they all knew the boy. Right. And they just sit up there and no one says a word. You would think that each one would say their goodbyes or, or something. Yeah, Tara just walks off after Daryl. Right. At least Daryl said something, but he didn't even, you know, hug him, touch him, nothing. Thank you, something. You think they no, We didn't get no fist bump from Tara. I was mad. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. It was that, yeah, that was off. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. Especially. They did this. I'm sorry. If they did this two years ago, I'd have been balling. I would have been balling. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I I was getting a little choked up, but then you know, maybe because it was Carl. But mm-hmm. I don't care about him no more. I mean, not as much as I used to. I cared about Carl. I did, and but I think someone important did have to die. They keep fucking around with all these little peripheral people we don't care about. But mm-hmm. again, you're to your point. We don't really know Carl any, lately because they have spent so much time and all these other fucking peripheral characters. We haven't spent a lot of time with our core people. Right. So now, now you want to go back and kill one of our core people. We don't really know our core people anymore. We've kind of lost touch with them. And it's not going right. to be as emotional now. Exactly. Since when did Carl become a kind of moral compass guy, you know? We, we, we didn't, we didn't, when did we, when did we ever get to see him go through that change? Right. And I think they tried, to do, they tried to do it by saying when he shot that kid. I mean, you know, by bringing that up, I guess they're trying to say he that never that weighed heavy on his mind for years. Okay, but know. when did I, they ever show it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, hey, there's no rhyme or reason behind this. Because Carl was a little shoot happy back then. He didn't have to shoot that kid, which is what yeah. which is what um, Herschel told Rick. Like, uh, you need to do something because, <laughs> and that's when they became farmers, which is we get it. But then he came back. He's capable. And I remember when Rick didn't really want to give him a gun to even hold, you right. know. But we're so far removed from that that it was kind of like, oh, we're going way back there. Okay, yeah. we're bringing that old shit up. All well, right. ain't nothing since. <laughs> right, because we've been fucking with all these other people. You just been eating pudding and and big cat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Running off on his own, and then when Rick finally goes, "Well, I should have been protecting you," I was like, "Yeah, you should have yeah. been." That Instead of been your going and shooting bullets at nothing for mm-hmm. a whole fucking night, taking care of Shane's kid, Shane's baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was going to say this. Shouldn't Judith have black hair at this point? <laughs> That's Shane's baby. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't she have black hair, at least dark brown? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like her daddy. <laughs> like her daddy. <laughs> her daddy the Punisher. Hey, oh, we all know Lori. Carl may not be his baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Hey, now, where do y'all fall on the, um, I think I ask this every time to some, to get everybody's opinion at the very first episode, um, the very first scene when it's Rick and Shane in the car and they're talking about Lori. Do you think that, um, Lori and Shane were having an affair then or, or did it happen after you do? 
Yep. <laughs> no hesitation. Nope. I think I think he had the hots for her, but I don't think they was doing none. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Ray, like, huh? <laughs> I know it's it's a it's a good question, ain't it? Because you don't really know, but when you go back and watch it now, knowing everything, you're like, huh? Seems like yeah, he was right. awfully interested in the answers that he was going to get. Mm-hmm. But yep. maybe he was just like being, you know, lusting after her, but not really doing anything. Huh, no, no, because she it wasn't even like they kind of had some kind of you know shift before they became lovers. It wasn't like oh he's gone, let's kind of fool around. She she was like let's pick up where we left off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we don't know how long Rick was in that room, in that coma, or do we? They you know what? Said. I'm sad now because both Shane's babies did. <laughs> Who? Oh, you think you think Carl was Shane's too? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I don't think it goes back that far. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the king. Gavin, that whole bullshit. Uh, Morgan. This was was Gavin's biggest. He had the most uh, words throughout this whole episode. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm like, will the guy quit talking? Mm -hmm. He was just talk, talk, talk. Uh, And for once, King Ezekiel wasn't saying shit. I liked you. (laughs) (laughs) Shit's getting shittier. That's your answer. Oh, gosh. That part was a little hard to take, but I kept thinking, okay. I did, I will say, I did like the Morgan killing folk up part. He was double doing it. I mean, he would get the head and then he'd do it again just for shits and giggles. (laughs) No, man. You see Carol looking at him like, damn, did he mean to kill him twice? Right. He was feeling it, boy. She was looking at him like, okay, you're you're doing a little bit too much at this point. You're a little extra. Right. I will say, though, I felt like, how is he killing people with this damn stick? Because it looks awful dull to me. <laughs> it didn't look even sharp enough to go through anybody. Henry's so, stick was, I mean, the little boy Henry's stick was sharp as shit. Apparently, hell. He's stabbing people through the back of the neck. Right. Don't they take some force? And that and, he, and he's doing it from an angle, but the stick came straight through, right? Mm-hmm. What'd he do? Jump? <laughs> well, first of all, none of y'all saw that kid come up behind him. <laughs> I was like, really? I mean, it was cool. I mean, but it was like still. Yeah, it was kind of. I don't know what else to say about. It. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Okay. Why did he tap that guy on the back of the damn shoulder? Too? That was the point. Uh, I'm like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. And the the. What did you think about the kill in the um, auditorium? Okay, first of all, they shouldn't have been in there. You out there at your truck. You heard gunshots. Why didn't you get in your truck and leave? You, you, that's what you're doing. <laughs> that's Run. a good point. And it's like you hear shots. Oh, let's go inside the building. Really? I guess from that point on, I was kind of turned off. <laughs> that's a very good point. Like, oh, we're just going to go run for shelter. Like, we're going to run in the building. And be barricaded. Right. Okay. Stupid. Dumb. Well, and I think that's the part that gets on my nerves because I think that they are just 
insulting the viewers. It's pretty much like, oh, you're going to watch no matter what shit we put towards on the screen. And it's, and I think that's the problem that I have right there. It's like, it's not, it's not as smart as it used to be. It's mm-hmm. just like, we're just going to do this stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're going to watch. And I think they don't really care about the fans. Yeah, I don't no. think so either. Yeah, I well, they're gonna start having to care because the viewing, the viewing, uh, the viewing's going down, and the sponsors ain't gonna be paying no more. They sure ain't. Oh, and they got the you know, nerve to have a second show. They're gonna fuck up. Ugh, I can't gross. believe that show is still even on. I'm gonna tell you like this though: this last season was it was actually watchable. Really, for me, compared to the rest of the other the the first three, four seasons, whatever. And I'm going to tell you why is because they stuck to one or two plot lines. You know, it was easy to follow and it actually, I actually cared about watching it. Yeah, I think it was better than this season so far of The Walking Dead. Really? Yes. Well, you know, I stopped watching it because I don't think they, the way they marketed it, because I would like to see a a television show where they show from the beginning. I mean, patient zero. I want to see what happens to the government, the takedown of the government and how telecommunications fall. I mean, just how it spreads and all that. And that's pretty much how they they sold this show, but they kind of did that in around, what, two or three episodes and moved on. Mm. Yeah, that's true. And we didn't get, it's supposed to be in L.A. Well, they're not in L.A., but what, two episodes of the first season? And they leave towards Mexico or south or the desert or wherever the hell they were going. Yeah. It had promise. It, it had promise. It did. Well, those bad actors. That lady. I, I don't know her name. I, I can't handle. Can't, yeah. I can't handle. Yeah, she's still in it. She's still well. How hey. is that possible? I just don't even. Right. See. They killed the Samoan dude. Um, Travis. Uh, Travis. The dad. New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. Oh, they killed him. Seriously. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> 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 Ain't nobody. None of our listeners are watching that shit. <laughs> he fell out of helicopter. I bet she had no expression on her face when he, her beloved died too. The same expression. <laughs> same. Happy, sad, mad. She the same. Same. I'm like, but she wasn't like that in in Sons of Anarchy though. She was actually. A she good was actress. in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, she oh, was a trick hoe. Ran the prostitution thing. Yeah, trick hole. Yeah. <laughs> really? They showed her naked and everything. Oh, what? that's right. I completely forgot about that. Because you, you know what? She, she had facial expressions. Right. <laughs> she must have got some Botox since then. She can't move shit now. What is going on? Yeah, so what happened to her? Because this is awful. I don't know, man. I don't she know. And they kept off. her in there. You'd think, okay, we'd say, but you know what? The first two, three seasons, she ain't changed her face. Let's let's kill her <laughs> off, cause ain't nobody believing that she cares about nobody in this show. They do. They throw out the they throw him out the plane. That's right. Is the um what's his name the the boat dude? Is he still on there? Oh, he on there. Okay, oh. he, he like the star of the show, really. The, yeah, cause he was the only one I liked besides Nick, the the son. I liked him, but I was kind of creepy about his whole. What was so interesting, Nick? I mean, it was like, <laughs> damn. I mean, what? what, what? <laughs> I just couldn't get with that. No. <laughs> I hate trying to go there. <laughs> Don't go there. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking at this list right now. What did you think about 
Ezekiel talking about don't kill him. Don't kill him. Uh, I mean, why are we still going through this? Stupid. Every, it seemed like every every season they got to change who is the moral compass and who is the, you know, who is the, the, the killer and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then right now it's Ezekiel's turn to be the moral compass. Oh, okay. So, and Carol, too, apparently. Yeah. And Carl. So they keep switching back and forth from Carl from the hilltop to Alexandria. I'm, I'm sorry, the hilltop. Uh, the kingdom in Alexandria. And while Carl's talking about, you know, no more killing, no more this and that, then they switch over to Ezekiel talking about no more killing, no more keep them alive. Oh, yeah, man. What do you think? Was, why were they doing that? To show the parallels between their messages or to supposedly, but I, I kept wondering, okay, we're almost, I mean, we were almost to a very emotional part. Carl's dying. He's talking, they're reacting. And then we switch over to King Ezekiel for a little mm-hmm. bit. And then we come back and Carl's still dying and he's still talking. And but we can't get the full emotional. If you keep switching us back. That's right. To King Ezekiel uh, and them killing up folk, and then okay, so this is the the kill that was in the on the stage where um, this big old dude, Ramia Tobin, was whooping up on Morgan. Right, Carol, right there. She Carol, right there. right there. Ain't nobody said shit. Ain't tried to help him or nothing. So Morgan's got to snatch this dude in his bullet hole. And pull oh, his man. intestines out. <laughs> and I'm that reminded me of uh, that Danny Trejo movie, uh, Machete. Y'all seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he ripped out some dude's intestines, and he was trying to escape from, like, the 10th floor of a building. So he threw the intestines out the building and, and mm. swung Climbed swung down. out that bitch like, like he was Tarzan or something. <laughs> Like, hey, oh, no. I just I get with that. Anyways, go ahead. That's hilarious. Go. I thought that was like unnecessarily nasty. Greg Nicotero. It was stupid. <laughs> and then he's just gonna look all crazy Morgan, clear Morgan. And everybody and then this is the thing that pissed me off too. Everybody stopped what they were doing to watch with disgust as he gets up off the Really? At this point, we're still disgusted by anything? Right. This dude was fixing to kill y'all, but yet we Mm. have to stop and look at Morgan like he's crazy because he killed him with intestines. Pulling his intestines out. (laughs) They don't know Morgan like we know Morgan. Thank you. He'll do it. And yeah, uh, all the way around, I mean, I was thinking, okay, well, at least there's action on the kingdom side, but it was stupid as action. Well, you know, people are saying that they really like this episode. Um, really? Who's saying this? And I had a coworker. She was like, oh my God, you know, I cried the whole episode. And I'm like, yeah, I cried because I have to watch it. Because that <laughs> 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 was my only reason. But yeah, she just, she thought it was the most emotional episode. And, and I think they even, because you know what, the bar is so low for this show now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so low. So if anything, you know, besides an alien landing right on Alexandria, people are going to go, oh, it's great. I don't know. 
I haven't seen anyone who said that they liked it yet. Yeah, no, nah, I, I stay away from them people. Ain't <laughs> 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 right. Hey. She ain't right either. Really, she ain't. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's hilarious. Well, I guess we've talked through the whole episode. Well, there's really nothing else to say, is there? I think there's really nothing else to say. Well, the, the last scene with, uh, with, Blair, I, with Red Eye Rick all bleeding and everything. What y'all think about, about that when he's sitting under the tree? My problem with those stained glass windows hanging from the limbs. I ain't yeah, what was that about? I didn't understand it, and I didn't care. You were talking about my mercy prevails over my wrath. I yeah, don't know. I don't. I didn't. I was like, "What are we talking about?" Who knows? So basically, it makes me think that he's gonna, like he told Carl, "I'm gonna make it happen," because Carl's dream was for all of them, even Negan, to get along and help each other live. So does that mean that he's gonna be merciful more than he's gonna be? vengeful about hmm. this situation and then welcome Negan into their community fuck that man no I thought I don't I don't think that was that was Carl's vision or his dream because I think they Carl had killed himself already so we're supposed to think we're supposed to believe that his his flash forward visions are are gone now so when they show the Negan scene, they show it from, I think they're trying to say that that was Rick's, Rick dreaming. And that's why they show him waking up with the red eyes. And so I guess he's trying to carry on Carl's vision. I don't know if that's what they're trying to make us think. Now, y'all going to give me an update because I ain't watching this shit no more. <laughs> you serious, okay. huh? You said you out. You know what? I'm, I am on that couch next to Sister J. I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Damn, save some space for me. I, I just, I, I, I will save a space for you. I, I just can't even. You need a big ass couch. And I, I just can't. And you know what? And the thing is, right now, and I even said this on in the Facebook page, I want Michonne to get bit. Because she needs to go back to Wakanda. And I know we're going to talk about that later. Yes. But Wakanda this whole thing. Is, Right. I mean, she's sitting up there. She's she's playing second fiddle to Rick. Mm-hmm. She's not being able to be herself. She's not this. I mean, when Michonne first showed up with those two, those two walkers yes. on Jack. I mean, that was an image that just made, I'll never forget. I was like, I couldn't wait for the next season because I wanted to know. Hell yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, by that time I had read up online, I was like, I got to see this woman. I got to see her. Yeah. And it just fizzled. Yep. You know, while she got to go to Black Panther and really shine. Yep. <laughs> you know, and, and it's this whole thing, you know, this is just, I, I feel like, let her go. Let her get bit. Because I see it in her, in her eyes. She's like, I left Wakanda for this. For this bullshit. <laughs> I mean, they need, hey, hashtag kill Michonne. Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know she's going to be in, there's going to be ex- uh, several more. Well, it looks like she's gonna be at that um the next Avenger movie, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah she's gonna be the next Avenger movie, and then uh, you know there's gonna be a sequel for Black Panther since it's making money all over the globe. Oh, all sure. over. Mm-hmm. I heard Maggie Maggie uh signed up. Oh yeah, to that's do right. a, yeah to do a new show too. She did. I mean, what, 
what do you think can happen to the show to change directions? What what do you think needs to happen? They need to kill 50%. No, 90% of the people we see on screen, they need to kill them. <laughs> I mean, is it time to go back? I mean, like, for instance, Daryl. What is Daryl anymore? I know people love Daryl. What does he do? Nothing. Tara, I mean, what? I don't even know who we want alive anymore. But I think mm-hmm. we still want them alive. But I, I, th- I want them to not be in Alexandria or Hilltop. I want them to move on. And I really think they could turn it around. Now, will they? Who knows? Because they're letting this bullshit go. Right. Through. They need to get back they have to... smart people in there enough to be able to turn it around. No, they don't. They need to get back to being a horror show. You know what I'm saying? A horror program. Right. You need to stop this Days of Our Lives bullshit and move on with some... <laughs> with some... <laughs> But you know what? That's real with it. At the very beginning, and the zombies right now, they're almost like squirrels in the background. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's like zombies aren't even interesting no more. Interesting anymore. You don't even fear them. Now they're talking about naked zombies on the show. Come on, man. Nobody wants to see that shit. I don't. I don't. And I used to just, I mean, Sunday, I mean, I went from Game of Thrones to Walking Dead. Back and forth. I could not wait to walk, Mm -hmm. watch Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. Yes. you know, you you were scared. I mean, the zombies were scarier. There was just more. I don't know what it is now. Yeah, the 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 creepy music they would well, play I when he was approaching the door. We're desensitized because oh, yeah. we've seen so many of them. You now. think? Yeah, and mm. they're able to dispatch them so simply now. It's like when there's a like okay, when you've survived a horde of you know five thousand zombies. It's not going to have the same thrill and fear factor. And we've seen them survive those huge hordes and get out of situations where they're, they should have been, they were surrounded, but yet they got away. That makes it not scary any longer because they've been trying to preserve all these characters. For you know, I almost, I almost wish they had kind of an evolution of the zombies. So that they became like World War Z or Z Nation where all of a sudden you notice, I mean, these zombies are getting faster. I mean, you know, something. Something. They just go, oh, man. You, you know, they need to up the level because right now, I mean, zombies just walk. You just walk Ooh. past. Go about we your business. Be dead, though. Everybody be dead. That Everybody be dead. dead. <laughs> well, I know poor what, Jerry be gone. They really could. This is what they could do. First of all, Alexandria is burnt all the way the fuck up, as we saw when they was trying to drag Carl out of that sewer. It's burned up. So you, I don't think we can rebuild there. This dream is already dead. Okay. Sorry, Carl. Then let Maggie stay at the hilltop because she's about to have this baby. Let King Ezekiel keep, you know, keep the kingdom going because that was, they had a really good thing going. And let's move on. Does anybody remember that motherfucking helicopter that we saw? No. Oh, yeah. Because we let that shit go. What's going on with the helicopter? Why don't we get another government conspiracy storyline going or something where we got to go and find some shit to find out who's driving and who's got fuel and who's piloting this fucking helicopter. That is a very good point, Kay. They really do need to get the government back on this. You know, like, I mean, you can't tell me it's not scientists and leaders out there that's discovering new shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they need to bring that up, you know? I'm have done with a, it. Have a um, 
what do you call it, a base, a military base or something that's the new headquarters for everybody that they can get. Mm-hmm. And they're doing some testing. And they, mm-hmm. you know, there's all kinds of things that they could do. Like they got I a am- whole bunch of zombies in there they're testing on. Oh, like I Am Legend, the end of I yes. Am Legend. Yes. Yeah. Show yeah. us that. Show us something. Well, We're you know, like, in the it, same place for too long and it's gotten boring. Like we know when they were with the, uh, um, what was that? Where were they before? CDC. CDC, right. I mean, I'm sure there's some, like you said, some kind of army base, some scientific base. I mean, some university hospital, something that is like, you know, we are researching this. We trying to see what's going on and, and something. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something else. That helicopter, my question, there was nobody that acknowledged it on the show, though, right? No. No. See, that was the whole point. Was this something that just... Was it Was it Rick who saw it? It was Rick. He actually saw it? Because he saw one it in the It was on his way. Two. Yeah, he did. It was he on the way to the trash people when he was getting ready to go on the second part of the plan that was fucked up plan anyway. And did he's seen see, it. Did you see the few, the, the next... They bringing back those trash people. Oh my I'm gosh. Mad. Can we... Go? Yeah. <laughs> You know what? This is going to be real tedious, y'all. It's going to be real ugly. It's going to be a last half of a season of bullshit. We're going to be talking shit the whole rest of the season. I don't envy UK having to do with that. I know. It's going to be ridiculous. Although sometimes it's fun talking shit about how bad it is. I still listen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I couldn't believe that when I seen it. I might not watch the program, but I'll listen. Can you believe that bullshit? He's going back to talk to them again for a <sighs> third fucking time? It, it, uh, really? I can't. Maybe, I can't. It's, maybe yeah. it's a dream. <laughs> a, a dream sequence. That would be nice. Was it soft light? A soft, <laughs> soft lens or whatever they call that? Oh, if they would stop with that kind of bullshit... They could turn it around. Game of Thrones did after season. Well, Game of Thrones was never this bad ever. No. It just got a little crazy with the violence, certain types yeah. of violence and stuff. But they turned that shit around and said, you know, let's tweak a couple things and let's get back to business. What we supposed to be talking about? Walking Dead could do mm-hmm. the same, but they're they're going to have to get rid of some of the people writing this bullshit that they're writing now. And maybe stick to one or two directors the whole fucking season, which I guess is unheard of, and the same writers. And let's go back to the beginning. Like, let's get back everybody who was working on season one. Yeah. And get rid of everybody else. What season are we in now? Eight. Eight. Eight, okay. And let's get them back, and let's go back to how we, what we liked. And maybe it could turn around. I mean, when you think about some of the moments, I mean, I'll never forget Sophia coming out of the barn. Ooh, yes. Uh, I mean, you just had some, you had some moments that just made you just go, damn. Yeah, because the next day you was at work, you guys was talking about it. I know I was. I was. I was. Oh, go to my friends and texting my Sophia was in the barn this whole time. (laughs) The baby was in the barn. Oh, that episode Mm -hmm. just got me. And the way they even filmed it, going back to what you say, cinematography, it was just like, Wow. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. That was an amazing episode. Even when Herschel, even when Herschel got his head chopped, I was, that was, I was going nuts. 
I was too. I was hollering. Wait, Glenn, Glenn on the bus or that fake ass Glenn was on that bus. Mm. Maggie was looking for him. Oh, I mean, yeah. those were some good episodes. Some good episodes. And that little bloody baby baby um, carriage thing <laughs> yes. with no baby in it. You're like, <laughs> where's baby Judith at? Yeah, yeah. That's when it was still good. It was still good even then. And the flowers. Look at the flowers. Well, and we also the moral compass people because you guys said the last time the the uh, what's his name Dale. Dale, I mean, that's what his name was. Uh, I mean, I mean, it was just good. It was good. <laughs> even good. look, even Merle with his old racist oh, ass was good to watch, except for the Governor Dale I, or Merle. I didn't like that Merle, but oh no, the Merle before then he yeah, was, I was interesting shook. to watch. Yeah. When they was on the roof, they he had me shaking. I know. I was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? So they could get it back. They could. I don't know that they will, though. I think people, I don't think people will give it a chance again yeah. next season. I agree. Not, not the same amount of people. There will be people that do it, but not the same amount. Their time is coming to an end, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so, it's too. Like do we know if next season is the last season? I don't think they said that, though, have they? No. Uh-uh. They're going to keep on going until it's down to, what, two people watching. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll keep going until it's too expensive. When they're, when they're no longer making any money, Yeah, that's when they'll stop. And did yeah. we really need to see them digging the grave with Carl's body laying there? No. No, we nah, didn't. Nah, man. Have some respect. Right. Little baby car. Little baby car. Oh. LBC. Coral. <sighs> Coral. <laughs> and then to have, and you're right, that scene with fucking Negan wasn't until after he died. Right. But yeah. really? You got the nerve to put him in the dream sequence? Well, what does that even mean? That's not going to even happen. We already know this is not going to happen. It's just a waste. Did y'all watch The Talking Dead? Oh, no. No. Did you? I watched it. How, how was it? It was good. They did this little tribute for Carl, and that had me more choked up than watching the episode. Because really? you got to see Carl when he was little baby Carl. Oh, they had. <clears> they went know, all the way back to the beginning? They went. They did all the seasons, had them uh, changing, you know, how he got older and everything. Mm. And it was it was sad seeing that they had him on the show. He had his hair cut and all that, so it was good. I thought it was good. They had the characters saying bye to him on set, you know, like mm-hmm. giving their memories of how you know how it was in the past and everything, all the previous seasons. So it was cool. That was the only reason why I watched it. Oh, Nicotero was on there. He said maybe two, three words. Good. He don't, don't even say knows. shit. Yeah, nobody want to hear his ass. No. We want to see what Carl doing. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I mean, so wonder what they can do at this point. If Carl was supposed to be prominent in the in the co- comic, what they're how they're going to move the story forward at this point. Because now we already know we're going to go through Rick being mopey and shit for the rest of the uh, season. What else is new? And crazy. Well, maybe we'll get crazy Rick back. That's what I want to see. Yeah, because... That would be interesting, at least. Crazy Rick and Crazy uh, Morgan. 
together oh. and Michonne. Let's make Michonne crazy too. Yeah. And and um Daryl. Yeah. Where he just say, Okay, F it and just go hog wild killing up folk. Because, yeah. I mean, he does have Judith now, but it's really Shane's baby, so. <laughs> and I'll just say, also, when 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 they were saying, when he was saying goodbye to, to Judith, and they, they started playing that fake baby cry. Oh, you think that was fake? I thought she was really crying. Ah, somebody else brought that up. That was That fake. looked fake as shit. That wasn't her. That was, that was, her that face fake. expression... Her facial expression did not match that crying. And again, they were so close to that little baby's face. Why were they so close to her face during that scene? It's like they wanted, like maybe the mom was standing right there and they didn't want to show that or something. I don't know, but Mm. it's just weird for them to be so close on all the characters like that. Well, I was thinking, shit, we ain't heard peep out of Judith and then all of a sudden she crying. I mean, for all these years, we have not heard her say nothing. Mm-hmm. Except maybe one thing to Michonne that one time, but that's it. So, Lord. <sighs> this, I think this is historic. I don't think there's been a show this bad on primetime TV in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Especially one that was so good. You know, not like it started out bad. It's it, it was started out perfect, and then oh. you know, it was well. Lost, lost, kind of fell off too. Yeah, but people were still tuning in to watch it. They got the crazy with too many characters too, uh-huh. going off you, left on the story. Right, you were still intrigued though, even though it still ended with the whole you know, whatever. But I mean, you still wanted to know this. I'm telling you, I I just don't care. <laughs> Right. That's a good point. That's a good point, Brother Ray. Very good point. Okay, so um, let's get into some of our feedback. And then... It's going to be fun. And then (laughs) once we get through our feedback, then we can have our Black Panther discussion. (laughs) Woo-woo. Okay, y'all, let's get into our feedback. And before we start on this episode's feedback, we had two voicemails that came in late for our mid-season finale that we want to actually get through. And we're going to save all of our season seven feedback that we never completed. We're going to save that for next time since we're um, already kind of late in our podcasting. We talked a lot about how much we hated this episode, so... We'll skip that and we'll go into our mid-season finale feedback. The first one is from Malika. Hey, Malika. Malika. Hey. She in a lot of Facebook groups. Hey, Sister Speak Nation. I hope this isn't too late. This is Sister Malika. I just got a few little things to say about this season eight mid-season finale. And first thing is, what the ever love and fuck did I just watch? <laughs> None of this makes a lick of sense. I don't know where the fuck they're going with this story. I have no clue anymore, nor do I think I even care, even though I'm probably going to continue watching because I'm a masochist, apparently. Everybody in the nation is doing well. Happy holidays. Oh. Merry New Year. You know, encompassing. Um, love y'all, and 
and hope to see you in Dallas in July. I'm out, but not really. I'm just out of this uh, recording. Love you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Malika. Thank you, Malika. And she's so right. What the F did we watch in that mid-season finale? Yeah, I was mad. I'm with her, though. I'm like her. I don't like watching it, but I like, I gotta force myself to watch it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, I we're just, all gluttons for punishment, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Eight, eight years of doing it, you know, is, I guess, it was just a habit. Absolutely. It's a habit that a lot of people are breaking at the moment. <laughs> Sister J, I see you. Yep. <laughs> Sister J, pour one out for Sister J. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Malika. Um, and this is the second, this is the last one from the mid-season finale, and it is from Maria. Hola, Sister Kay, Bunny, and Pam. This is Maria from Brooklyn. I hope you ladies are doing well. Well, I, like everyone else, is hanging by a thread with this show. I don't have anything new to say that hasn't been already pointed out by the nation, either on the podcast or on Facebook. I'm so disappointed by the last few seasons and I'm now starting to let stupid things bother me like hair care. I know that everyone is dying from Michonne and Ezekiel to chop off their dreads, but can I add my two cents by asking how the hell can Cal keep her impeccably layered pixie cut this whole freaking time? And how does Rick and Daryl's hair stay the same length for months? Why no buzz cuts every once in a while? Even Shane shaved his gorgeous head at least at one point. You see, stupid stuff like this is bothering me now because the storyline sucks so much. <laughs> but that being said, I'm sticking with the show until the end. You know, I'm a ride or die walking dead chick. I still remember what made me love this show, and I still have hopes for a comeback. Speaking about a comeback, everyone who dumped fear should consider taking a second stab at it. It's not perfect, to tell you, but it's a whole lot better than it was in season one. Someone on that production team was listening and got to work on this show, and the ratings prove it. I, for one, am looking forward to seeing Morgan mesh with this group. My last comment is that Gimple has to go, and so does his writing team and probably most of his senior production team, with the exception of Greg Nicotero because he's a creative genius. The brass at AMC has to get their shit together and make those big boy calls to save this show. Either that or end the current show and merge with fear or even start a spinoff at a new location. Just don't do Brooklyn dead with Ezekiel because his ass would be shot as soon as he opened his mouth. Don't nobody have no time for that kind of bullshit. (laughs) I hope to make it to the reunion next year. I'm wishing everyone a wonderful and blessed holiday season. And a special thank you to all the family members that sent good vibes my way during the New York Marathon. It was an incredible experience, and all the good wishes carried me through to the finish line. So thanks so much. Peace out, my friends. This is Maria from Brooklyn. Oh, thank you, Maria. See, okay, that goes back to what we said before. We talked about exactly. the hate because the stories are bad. And I'm looking right now. Morgan got a fresh cut. I mean, he got one of them. I've been at the barber all day. Oh, yeah, yeah, he got that uptown fade. I'd be right. He is super sporting the fade wear. Who couldn't? Yeah. Be? I'm with but Maria, though. It's so bad that you look at these things. Yeah, because you don't yeah. have nothing else to look at. Exactly. Because everything else is jacked up. She's so true. So right That's about right. that. I'm with her, though, about, about Gimple. She's she, she speaking, to, she preaching to the choir. 
I'm with her. Get him out. Same exact. All his production staff. All of them. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't agree with Nicotero though. Nicotero could stick around, but he 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 gonna have to stick around doing the uh, the practical Effects. prosthetic stuff. He, he he they gotta drop him off the uh, director chair. So tell me, what, what what was the drama behind this new front runner for the shows? I mean, was there something that happened, or I just know they announced this lady's gonna be taking over, but was there some kind of Something with the show, or they just—it's all speculation, I think. Oh. I mean, Kirkman. I mean, I guess they're—they're they're saying that it's a promotion for for Gimple. Now that oh. he's a—he's like over overseeing Fear and The Walking Dead, and uh, and so they're replacing him with the, a showrunner who's been a a writer producer. for, and she's been right. She's been that producer also too, huh? I think she was one of the head writers. Okay, of some episodes. And um, I guess now she's a showrunner. So why are they I mean, even keeping Gimple around? I don't get that part. Got me there. So he's done run this show into the ground, but you're gonna let him head both? <laughs> okay, that makes a hundred percent sense. I think it goes far beyond the shows too. I think he's doing. I read this somewhere, but he's he's also doing like merchandise and um, games, you know, video games, uh, phone apps, you know, all those things. He's like overseeing um, all that creative so stuff. So the whole Walking Dead universe yeah. then. Right. Money-making machine, basically. Yeah. Because I guess that's struggling too. I don't know. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And Maria, we do hope we see you in Dallas this summer and congratulations on the marathon. I can't even imagine running a marathon. Me neither. That's I like would like to. hours of running at one time. I either run to something or from something. <laughs> <laughs> and really, do you really have to run to anything? I'm like running from only. <laughs> oh, no, 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 but <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's amazing. I can't even imagine. I would be dead probably if I even tried. Well, thank you, Maria. And we're sorry that we didn't get to it, but I think we caught y'all off guard and recorded early before people cut all their feedback in. Okay, so now we're on to this episode's feedback and our first. Yeah. Our first. Who's getting red? Yep. Well, no, not necessarily. Our first one is from Procrastinella. She says, so let the foolishness begin. Hey, Sister K and wonderful guest hosts, Brother Ray and Robert from the Bay. Yay. What does it say about a show when you're more excited about the podcast about the show than the show itself? Right. Can't wait to hear y'all tear it up as well as feedback from the family. That's what we was looking forward to, too. Mm-hmm. Thanks for all your hard work, Sister K, and keeping the Walking Dead faith, and in turn helping us do the same, even if it is hate watching. Procrasty. And she's got a little uh, voicemail feedback in here, too, so let's play that. All right. Hello, Sister K, and guest host Robert from the Bay and Brother Ray. Hey, I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, this is Procrastinella <laughs> calling in with my feedback for the mid-season premiere episode, what, nine, Honor. Can't you hear the excitement and thrill in my voice? <laughs> anyway, all I can say is either I am the world's most cold-hearted, heartless, but beautiful bitch, or... <laughs> This episode was lacking something. Yeah. I really, I don't want to say I didn't feel a thing, but I thought for sure I would be sobbing my eyes out. But I I didn't. I do admit to feeling sadder at the earlier scenes, you know, Carl spending time with Judith and making little uh, handprints on the porch and stuff. That, you know, was quite poignant, especially with that, you know, sense of urgency because he wanted to get these moments in before he checked out. I found those really touching and was almost on the verge of tears. But overall, I didn't feel as saddened as I thought I would. You know, good work by Chandler Riggs. Same thing uh, for Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrero. But. I'm trying to find a reason to to hold on. I need something more than my Carol hate people. Come on, Walking Dead, give me a reason to keep watching. You done killed off Carl. You're probably going to lose Michonne next year because, hello, Hello. Wakanda. Black Panther done blew up, and uh, I definitely definitely believe Sister Girl is going to be on board for the franchise. So there's really nothing to hold her there. And uh, word on the street is Andrew Lincoln is less than thrilled about the show killing off Carl. So we probably going to lose Rick next season. Oh, wow. And as much as I like, uh, what's his name, uh, Norman Reedus, I don't think Daryl's enough to hold the show, you know, hold folks' attention to watch the show. And I sure as hell know Carol is enough to keep me watching. And <laughs> let's not even get started about Negan. But anyway, can't wait to hear what you, Sister Jay, and Brother Ray, and Robert from the Bay have to say about this Mr. episode. Uh, yeah, I'm getting ready to get my popcorn ready because I know it's going to be good. And, uh, hey, we made it to the mid-season finale. Here's hoping we can make it through the back end of the season. Till next time, this is Procrastinella. Out. Thanks, Procrastinella. Thank you, Procrastinella. Thank you. Yeah, I think she forgot about. She just said Sister J off a of reflex. <laughs> yeah, I think so. She might could have been drinking on. I agree with her too, though. I, I like I said earlier in the episode. I agree with her sentiments from the previous podcast about Gimple and the showrunner. She's right. I'm with you, Procrasty. That's what's up. And she also has a tagline, so let me play that too. This is Procrastinella from Gainesville, Florida. Back end of season eight. Second verse, same as the first. I don't want to watch Carol no more. Y'all done killed off Carl, but Carol's still here. Carol gotta die. Carol gotta die. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for Crafty. Oh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Brother Ray doing the Sister Jake. Mm. Mm. Uh. Hey. Uh. Hey. I love it. 
And wait, how do, you know, we haven't even thought about Tyrese and what they did to the black men on the show. We were talking about the Tyrese. women. What's the other one? Um, what's the name's boyfriend? Yeah. T-Dot. Uh, oh. Now I'm no. drunk. Yeah. Uh, Bob, oh, yeah. Bob Stuckey. Bob, yeah, yeah. Stuckey, Stuckey, whatever, yeah. Well, Tyrese, T-Dog, that was a terrible one, too. T-Dog. Bob, uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Now, he had... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. So, Robert, were those people stronger in the comics? Uh, Tyrese was, for sure. Okay. Uh, T-Dog, he was kind of like a church, a church kind of, you know, he believed, he he was a church-going kind of guy. Um, I don't remember Chris. Chris was, Chris was like a comedian, uh, type of guy. He wasn't really a fighter or nothing, but Tyrese for sure, they did dirty. Bob Stuckey was a fighter too. He was good. So they obviously didn't know how to write them either. No. Right. They just turned their characters all the way up. Well, and I think that is a problem and why we are so excited about movies like Black Panther. I mean, you got this in the comics. Comic books make all of the people who are the minorities or the disenfranchised, it makes them stronger. But Hollywood does not want to depict those people mm-hmm. in the same manner. And I think that's the problem. It's like, what if, <laughs> what if you, Woo! you know, you hate people. Can you imagine, um, can you imagine <laughs> if, if Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther, uh, was directing The Walking Dead? Oh, shoot. Forget oh, it. Yeah. Hey. Forget hey, it. This podcast be ten hours. Thank hell you. yeah. Thank you. We'd be hella. Oh man. We would have so much to talk about. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't be able to stop. It'd be so good. Yes, it would. Thank you, Procrasty. Thank you. Always love hearing your voice. Our next feedback is from Yam. I love Yam. And it is a voicemail, also. Uh oh. You're gonna hear the paper shuffling. <laughs> Feedback on tonight's episode, episode 8.9, Honor. Two things. Morgan doesn't have a middle point. If he is not on one stream of the, of the spectrum, he is on the other stream of the spectrum. And, uh, this Morgan that we saw tonight, that is freaking horrifying. It is horrifying. Like, seriously, he is on a rampage. And uh, <laughs> when I saw him pulling this guy yeah, out, I knew this thing is too much. So I think it's a good move that he is switching to fear. Um, perhaps this new. Pharaoh Morian will be more attuned with the world of fear. Although I don't know how they're going to do that because I think that whatever fear ended last season and where we are right now in Walking Dead, it's like a few years, a couple of years, a couple of years of, of um, in the timeline gap. So I don't know. I don't care either how they're going to do this matching of the time. Um, but the second thing was Carl. Like, dude, 
Paul could have died in the first 20 minutes. And what yeah. we saw, the burial and all that kind of stuff, I guess, well, they needed to stretch this thing like a mozzarella stick and, and make it last <laughs> 82 minutes. What? So the, she said stretch like a the, mozzarella stick. Okay. <laughs> Stretched it out like she, a mozzarella. She said rattlesnake or something. <laughs> the, the products and all the companies that bought is lots in the commercial. I will say this, Yam, you is rustling in this voicemail. We can barely yeah. do something. Something. Yeah. What is she doing? He kind of warned us on Facebook, though. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, said it was rough. This thing like a mozzarella stick. And, and make it last 82 minutes. So all the, 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 the products and all the companies that bought slots in the commercial slots can have their go at, um, at, um, playing their commercials. Cause this thing was more commercials than show. And it was depressing. The whole story was depressing. And, um, the more they say honor, the more they keep repeating honor. Every time somebody say honor, I just took a swig of the drink. I, I, I think that was the most fun thing that I've done during the night. <laughs> Honestly, this episode should not have been made because episode nine felt like episode eight. Then cut it in half. Yeah. We could have easily have had this episode to be the mid season finale and then the next episode that it's coming next Sunday could have been today's episode. But of course they like to stretch it out like I don't know. So Pretty much, that was about it. I was pretty much uninterested. Oh, yeah! Watching tonight, and, um, I don't know. I am officially hate watching. I mean, I know that, 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 that there are some interesting thing go things going on, but that dream sequence with Negan at the end, hell to the MF, no. <laughs> I do not take that. He has no right in the future. Yep, he has no right in that dream. He cannot be part of a group. He can never be in the, in the circle of trust of these people. Nope. Ever, ever, ever. I'm out. Woo! Thank you, Yam. That was hard that, to listen to. That was long ass. Right, right. That was four minutes and four seconds. Oh, see, that's, man. Yeah. You bogarting the mic. Right. <laughs> Moving furniture the whole time, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I only have one question for Yam, though. I want to know what her adult beverage of the night was. Yes. That's right, because she was playing that game, drinking game, whenever they said honor, she said she took a drink. Wow. <laughs> I agree with you, Yam. Negan had no business in that fucking dream. Whether it was Rick's dream, Carl's dream, whoever's dream, there is no way you're gonna have your baby girl running up to Negan like he's her long lost best friend or something. No. That ain't happening. Not after everything that Negan has done. Right, and that's what bothers me. It's like you throw that out there. 
I mean, we're all going, that can't happen. I mean, so why are you even, there's no way that's going to happen. We know it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. did that even put it there? It just, I don't know. And Carl was not that fucking pie in the sky. Rick has not been that fucking pie in the sky either. So whoever's damn dreaming this shit, right. it doesn't fit to any of their characters. It's no sense. No sense. So true. Keep that shit shout. Thank you, Yam. <laughs> that was long ass. Okay, our next feedback is from Manny. And it's What's up, a- Manny? Hey, Manny. Hey. Hey, hey, lady and gentlemen. First of all, this hour and a half episode was long and drawn out. And above all, it was boring. Between Carl's eight or nine ninth death scene and the, <laughs> and the dream-like right. scenario where Eugene and Negan were a part of the group, I just sat there mostly in annoyance. The best thing about the episode was seeing Sadiq all cleaned up, looking nice, uh, looking like a nice toasted falafel. <laughs> Ooh, that's Maybe. wrong. Manny. That's so wrong. Okay, he says one. So Carl sees an afterlife. Excuse me, sees an alternative life with Negan as a part of the group, huh? Stupid. But I guess that's our season eight finale. Oh, it bet not be. No, I don't think that's be. gonna happen. They cannot keep him around, no matter what. They cannot. Uh, they gotta let him loose. Let him go. Uh, two, Morgan is going through it again, and I didn't get why Carol was trying to stop him from killing that guy whose acting was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. She, she, is she, is, uh, he talking about uh, Gavin? You talking about Gavin? Yeah. I did. What did you think about his death scene? Did it look like he was, when he was like gasping, it did look kind of fake. That was fake. Yeah. They, they got to do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, most of the first half of season eight was filler. And it's very clear that everything on in, in 8.5 will be the same besides the possible exciting return of Heath. Gee, yay. And he's got a smiley face with like a line across its mouth. Like, no, it's not very exciting. Yeah. <clears throat> They just need to let he stay gone. That's just going to be another black man with terrible hair. Right. No one's going to know who he is. They're going to be like, where you been at? Where he been? And yeah, where he been all this damn time? They're going to come after all this happened. Although, do we know how far apart that's been? It's probably been, what, several weeks in the storyline since he's been missing? Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter at this point. Uh, He says, okay, that's me done. Glad the guys are podcasting. A Manny Michonne. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. That was not long as that was perfect length. That was great. <clears throat> and you're right. Hopefully, the, well, shit, this is obviously where they're going to go. It's going to be boring, pointless, irritating for the whole rest of the damn season. Which is going to be part podcast. I mean, right? I feel bad because it's like... This ain't even an episode you can talk about. <laughs> it's just like, wow, this this is our episode, Robert. Man. I know. And I, you think it's going to be any better? Be. No. No, it ain't going to be no better. It's not going to be any better. No. We just, have to, we just have to roll with it and talk shit about what we saw. <laughs> like we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. 
Thank you, Manny. Okay, our next feedback is from Jeff. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, hey Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Hello, Sister K and distinguished gentleman guests. First of all, I am so fucking thankful that I record this shit because that was a ton of commercials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was. Number one, I got yelled at by the boyfriend for making negative comments out loud about midway through. (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh. I had to internalize them after that, but the sighs and eye rolls still came out. (laughs) I can just imagine (laughs) sitting there just going. That's probably every household watching this bullshit. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Number two. The time jumping dreams and flashbacks need to stop. Guys need nuts. Hello. Woo. Man, <laughs> they didn't do this that often in the earlier seasons. So why do this now? Like, what is wrong with linear storytelling? Boop. Thank you, what? Jeff. Thank you. What is wrong with that? Because they do it every damn episode now. It's getting, it's, 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 Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. In every episode? Come on now. Every episode. Three. I sure as fuck would not have Eugene or Negan in my fantasy. I forgot about Eugene. His ass. We we did that. I'm glad we forgot about his ass. (laughs) And his ass wasn't doing some dialogue. I mean, I just zone out every time he talked. Oh, he was so annoying. He actually talked slow, though, in this episode. Oh. He wasn't talking hella fast like he usually do. Mm-hmm. He talked oh, I don't make him talk. He did. <laughs> he was talking about giving her this apple or whatever the hell he was making. Um, he said... Oh, they, explained, they explained it on the Talking Dead, what he was doing. Oh, really? What was he doing? He had made this uh, this oven... I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention, but it was power from the UV rays from the sun or something. Uh, so he was baking some apples, I guess. A solar-powered oven or something. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> he says, um, I would sure as fuck not have Eugene or Negan in my fantasy. Well, maybe Negan in the right kind of fantasy, but not a PG family one. <laughs> we see you, <laughs> Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number four <clears throat> I couldn't even be sad that Coral he says Coral died I was too annoyed with the writers and that fucking sack of shit Gimple for killing him off little baby Carl went out like a hero and the show will not be the same without him well I, I agree with that the show won't be the same but he did not go out like a hero they made him shoot his damn self right I didn't like that at all did not and I just stand there looking Looking. I mean, they're not even mm-hmm. in the room with them. Ugh. You wouldn't want your loved one to do to die like that. I'm sorry. Well, that's it for me. Not much to say. Thank you for the podcast and all of the hard work. Sir Jeff Grimes of House Clegane, widower of Lord Baelish. <laughs> P.S. King Daddy has some nice hips on those torso close-up shots toward the end. <laughs> I was not Bye, checking Jeff. out King Jeff Daddy's hips. I don't think we even saw his whole body in the whole episode. He was all was that? Ezekiel. Oh, okay. Oh. You know what? That's the, the people start paying attention to the other things because the story's so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't 
didn't even notice his, because um, he was sitting down most of it or ducked down or falling down. Uh, I think yeah, he, he only... was sitting. He was sitting down a whole uh, a whole long oh. time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just gotta give him credit for staying in character. I'd have been like, dude, he all like, we must not to this day. And I'm like, dude, yes, that's <laughs> right. He's not giving that up. <laughs> nah, he's showing. He is not giving that up. He's gonna keep with it the whole time. I think it's. I think he was trying to that one episode where he where all the people got killed on his team. I- Right. And then Jerry was like, oh, oh, yeah, no, he I, did. I need it. So then he went back to it. That was I kind of a Car- cool little storyline. I think Carol convinced him to that he was needed or whatnot, but mm. whatevs. <laughs> whatevs. She convinces him of everything, right? Because he loves Carol. Mm. Apparently. Mm. Apparently. Thank like you, that. Jeff. Okay, Thank our you, next Jeff. email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Shalita. Hey, Sister K and Brother Ray and Robert from the Bay. Really looking forward yeah. to listening to you guys talk about this shitty ass show. <laughs> <clears throat> More just looking forward to you guys talking. My feedback is attached. And then she says, until next time, Shalita. P.S. Fuck Scott Gimple. Just mm. had to get that one out. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. High five, Shalita. So let me play her voicemail. Hey, Sister K, Brother Ray, and Robert from the Bay. Yay. I'm so woo, sorry woo. y'all got a podcast. It's a mess of a show. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Carl deserved better. That's all I can really say. Carl mm-hmm. deserved better. Mm-hmm. And I hope that Chandler Riggs goes on to bigger and so much better and well-written things. Because, <sighs> I mean, I can't say I wasn't entertained. And I can't say I didn't cry because I like Carl and I'm mad that he's gone. I'm going to stay mad about that. I can't say that the, um, you know, Morgan on his, um, murder rampage thing isn't always enjoyable and really, really gross. But, and my Kang was back, but it's just, I can't, the show, the writing is so bad. Oh my goodness. So Plus, they so keep bad. repeating the same stuff over and over yes. and over again. And it gets annoying and it's just like, really? Really? Oh, and they spin that thing out an extra 20 minutes or something just because they can sell some damn commercials. Yep. <sighs> so I'm pretty sure I said it before. I'll say it again. <clears throat> Fuck this show. <laughs> I may watch it eventually, but I won't be watching live on Sundays because it just it's not even worth the, the hassle. All right. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. And I'm with you. It's, it's real rough watching it. Real F. Scott Kempel. Fuck Scott. Shame. It really is a shame. Even the feedback is like we just can't we we don't even know why we watch it. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just sad. It is sad. Ah it makes me angry. Cause they have they had I mean it was so good before. And they so fucked good. it up. Thinking that we're stupid, that's what it is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So annoying. Thank you, Shalita. And we're gonna well we'll be I guess um, Brother Ray already gone. He said he's forgetting this show. I, I'm a candy. I'm going to finish out the season. <clears throat> yeah, and I will finish. say, even if I decide not more, to podcast. Huh? How many more episodes in the season? Do you know? Seven. Oh, shit. There's eight total. <laughs> so we got seven more. Because <laughs> they do 16. You're going to ride it out. We're going to have to ride it out, y'all. We're going to have to ride it out. <laughs> 
And next season, I don't know whether we'll podcast it, but I'm definitely going to still, I'm going to watch because I'm going to be curious as to how they're turning it around if they do. Right. If they're able to turn it around. But we have to finish it out. Just like we finished out True Blood. That was a rough one too, y'all. Remember that? Back in the day? It wasn't this bad, though. It wasn't. It was pretty bad, but it wasn't this bad. It wasn't this bad. But it, remember, y'all don't forget it. It got pretty bad, but it wasn't this no, bad. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Thank you, Shalita. Thank our, you, Shalita. <clears throat> our next feedback is from Zombie Scotty. Hey. Hey, Zombie. He said, oh, and his subject line is... <laughs> Oh, I forgot to read uh, Shalita's subject line, which is always good. Her subject line was The Walking Dead Feedback, a.k.a. Fuck this damn show for killing off <laughs> little baby Carl. He deserved better. <laughs> oh, you right. So true. Yeah. So Zombie Scotty's subject line is <clears throat> Feedback on Walking Dead Season 8, Episode 9. It's a bit long as I completely understand if I receive a read. <laughs> Okay, get your read ready, oh. Robert from the Bay. <laughs> he says, hello, Sister K, Brother Ray, and Robert from the Bay. Hope this feedback finds you doing well. Tonight's adult beverage is a cheap Pinot Grigio. Sometimes ya goes with what you go. Sometimes ya goes with what you got. Excuse me. We didn't talk <laughs> about our adult beverage of the evening, or if we had any beverages this evening while we're podcasting. Y'all drinking anything? Well, for the podcast, I've been drinking an IPA. What, 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 what kind of IPA is it? Voodoo IPA? While I was watching the show, um, you've heard of Cavassier, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there was a cheap version from Trader Joe's. I was drinking that. It was nine ninety nine. dollars <laughs> <laughs> He said a cheap version. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I know that's right. It was it was it wasn't no V S O P. It was just a V. It was just a V. <laughs> you know, it was pretty good. But you know what? It it almost it ain't that yak, but it it almost <laughs> had that taste. And it's only for nine ninety nine. And plus, I ain't gonna drink no more than that for Walking Dead. Walking Dead, you need something cheap and dirty and quick. <laughs> right. I know that's right. Ooh, I know right. that's right. And Robert. Uh. When when I watched the episode, I was drinking on. Uh, that was my birthday night. I oh, was drinking on. Yes, some, happy birthday! Oh, uh, thank hey. you. I appreciate you. How do you uh, know? <laughs> I was sipping on some. Uh, man, what was I sipping on? Oh, some Jameson and ginger ale on ice. Oh, wow. oh. oh I like that. We did that. Uh, and right now, I'm drinking. Uh, I had just come from the gym. Y'all know that. And I, so I was drinking my my mighty mango shake with protein and whatnot. Oh, that sounds good. It was yeah. good. I like some mango. We got mangoes, orange, and apple in it. Ooh. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds real good. But protein, I find protein makes you use the bathroom a lot. Does it for you? Protein no. <laughs> It doesn't for me. Really? Uh, Nah. Not really. Okay. Maybe it's just me. Uh, I guess if, uh, I mean, you know, your body's only supposed to have a certain amount or is able to ingest a certain, or 
what is it called? Uh, Process or absorb. Metabolize, yeah. Absorb. Absorb a certain amount, and I guess the excess is just Maybe that's what there. it is. Maybe. Hmm. But, but if you're working this. out, you know what I'm saying? If you're working out, then your body's wanting that protein. So I guess yeah. whenever you, you, know, you work out, that was a good, good idea to, to, to feed your body protein. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was drinking. Nice. What about you? Hey, what were you drinking? Kool-Aid, red. I, it's almost Kool-Aid. It's actually strawberry Dasani water. Flavor Dasani oh, water. Sparkling water? No, it's not sparkling. It's just regular water. Oh, okay. With strawberry flavorings. Dasani. You don't like the sparkling stuff, do you? Oh, I love Right now, I'm actually drinking a Perrier. Oh, I'm talking about uh, Takei. No, because it tastes like... Um, the plain sparkling, no, because it tastes like alka seltzer to me. Yes, it's so Same. nasty. Yeah, okay. I have to have. Yeah. If it's if I'm gonna drink water, it's gotta be flat. I can't have no bubbles in it. Oh, gotta have the bubbles because it tastes really, really alka seltzerish, mm. which mm. makes me gag. Mm. So anyway, but this is pretty good. You know, I hate water, so oh. like plain water. I just don't like it, but having this little flavoring in it is really helpful. So, I'm trying to get my water out. What was the flavor again? Uh, strawberry. Strawberry, okay. Sounds yeah. good. It was good. It's good, yeah. And it's not sweet, you know, it's like regular water, but it has a really strong strawberry flavor. So, you forget that you're drinking water. Okay, so Zombie Scotty um, is drinking some Pinot Grigio. I don't know Thanks. why. Yeah, fancy, smancy. So he says, Sister K, let me once again thank you and Sister J for joining Linda and me at dinner on a dark and stormy night in Dallas. Yes, that was so fun. The food was delicious and the company and conversation the best. And I'm particularly delighted we were able to finally decide that Kill Bill 2 is the better than Kill Bill 1. Uh, no, we did not decide that. That's what you said. Kill, oh. Kill Bill Two was was uh, fan service, I'd, whereas Kill Bill One was the better episode, or the better movie. I thought so too. I agree. I understand. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I still like Two though. Two was good. Don't get me wrong. It's I'm not good, but he preferred he preferred right. um, Two yeah, over right. One. Yeah, Two was more fan service. You're right. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. He says, Brother Ray, I remember having dinner with you at the family reunion in Nashville. You were very patient with me as I pushed Jackie to reveal more and more detail about her college thesis on the issue of, well, let's just call it pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) What did I miss? Oh, man. Jackie's talked about her thesis before on the podcast. Yes. Or she she wrote in or something about it, but yeah, it's about um, pleasure devices. I think is what we yes. call it. It was very very nice to meet you at the reunion, and I look forward to further opportunities. Robert from the Bay, I've never had the pleasure. I always enjoy hearing your voicemails, and hope we have the opportunity to meet and discuss all things Sister Speak Nation someday. I can't wait. He says, "Well, my wine ran out." Looks like I'm going to have to follow Sister A's lead and do the two-finger scotch thing. Careful, y'all. This might go a little left. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so as far as this episode goes, I have to give them their props. What? Oh, here we go. So he like okay, let's keep reading. They did Carl's death very, very well. Cried like ah. a cried like a baby. Well, mm. this is good. See, we get to have another perspective. Yeah. Okay. There you go. He says There's uh, your one, uh Henry. I mean, Brother Ray. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, well look, I'm one of those comic book nerds. One finger of scotch already gone. And while I know some people think the show and the comic should be evaluated separately, I honestly believe the major changes they made to the Negan arc in the TV show resulted in silly, somewhat unforgivable plot issues. Here's why. In the comic, Rick's group did not attack Negan's group first. It was the other way around. The TV show writers probably made this change to make Rick look like he had gone to the dark side, particularly since the only reason he attacked Negan's people was because someone at the hilltop told him Negan's people were bad. Okay. Well, that goes back to what, so who attacked who first? So really, I thought it really was Rick's group that attacked first, but did he attack because Negan group did something first? Negan did, did bashed in Glenn and Abraham's head first. And then they decided. No, 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 no. No. Remember they went to the satellite, uh, yeah. satellite place. Really? Because Jesus? Was it when Jesus involved him or something? Yeah, because Rick at the very beginning, he was like, he was trying to, because he wanted to, he was talking to Hilltop and everybody was saying, oh, we're going to take them out for you. Yeah, so he, that's he what. He to take out Negan first. And that's when he went in and killed all those people in their sleep. I right. thought it was after. Oh, I think Rick attacked. No. Did he know? But he the didn't know. The reason why he Negan. bashed their head in was because of that. Oh, right. Okay, Remember, okay, he was okay. like, "You took a hundred of my people. That's I'm gonna it. take one of yours." Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh shit! I didn't totally forgot that mess. Right. That's why I was. But so he mad. didn't like, know it was Negan, did he? Negan's yeah. people. Yeah, well, I think they were the trying people. to tell him. That's why they were so shook because they was they were so scared of Negan, and Rick comes in like, "I ain't scared of nobody." Right. And sure enough, you know. They they got uh, Negan got his payback so yeah all of them had their deals with Negan and Rick came in there being badass with his skinny narrow ass yeah he go in there <laughs> he go in there and start killing people in their sleep see that's what I'm saying okay that was yes my, okay that was my turning point really yeah you were you were saying that so okay I had it all wrong so yeah he was trying to get the hilltop away from their deal right killing up the, them folk then Negan came along yeah yeah that's right because Glenn was there um, okay it makes sense now I remember that now oh shit yeah that's a good ass point y'all okay he says um uh, someone at Hilltop told Negan's people told him Negan's people were bad based simply on these words Rick's group murdered over 20 people in their sleep, mind you. Mm-hmm. Comic book Rick neither did nor would have done something so savage and ultimately so stupid. So in the TV show, because of those murders, we're supposed to believe Rick is this gangsta thug and need a saving. But in episode one of this season, he, he has Negan in plain sight and doesn't shoot him. Why? Because TV show Rick has this elaborate multi-site plan that is meant to take Negan alive? This is ridiculous writing. 
Mr. Kill 20 people I've never met in their sleep suddenly wants to play it cool and teach everyone a lesson about mercy. How many people, boop, how many people, (laughs) sorry, I had to add that. How many people from the kingdom died because of Rick's plan? Uh, like the entire patrol? Why? So Rick could take Negan alive and teach people mercy. Again, simply ridiculous. Negan's life is worth no more than anyone else's. Very bad Mm. leadership. Ooh, that's so true. Yep. Then, while Carl was dying, he's asking about making Rick a better person by reminding him of the need for mercy. Mercy? Half the damn kingdom was killed off because of Rick's notion of mercy. Give me a break. Okay, the zombie Scotty rant has come to an end. Second finger of scotch is all gone. I'll quit by saying this: that stores, stories are stories, regardless if they're told with told with works in a book words and pictures in a comic book or a live action tv show what makes the writing good is the motives of the characters that is the message not the medium okay now i'm really out hope this feedback may have sparked a wee tad of discussion sorry if my going left was unsettling until next time with all the humility a comic loving zombie can muster sir zombie scotty of the house silver fox Lord Commander of the Sisters Guard, Keeper of the Rose, Defender of All Things Comic Book, Lamenter of the One Called Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Zombie Scotty. <laughs> Thank you. That wasn't long. That was okay. It was That long. was kind of long, ass. <laughs> Sister Jay, I'm trying to tell you, man, we way too nice because if Sister Jay was on this, she'd be, she would have already gotten like three people. She doesn't ever get Zombie Scotty, though. She usually never got him. Yeah. Zombie (laughs) Scotty. Yeah, Zombie Scotty always began to pass. Don't he? That's what I used to tell her. Like, why is Zombie Scotty? The leader began to pass. Zombie Scotty began to pass. I don't never get no pass. But she'd be on Joseph's ass, like, I don't know anything. (laughs) Joseph, one minute in. Joseph (laughs) asking that shit. (laughs) Sister J be like, Look, Joseph, this is the Jay talking. <laughs> you need to keep that shit shout. <laughs> shout and everybody else. Send right? the feedback in. Keep that shit shout. Right. This is the Jack. <laughs> right, she go off for you, then she go, thank you. And I'm always like, uh, like people know who you go, are mm-hmm. by now. You don't have to say who this is. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> but you know what? See, I'm glad that this can't brought up y'all brought that up again about he did shoot first, basically. He did attack first, and that's so outside of his character. But was it? Because we just got no. through having him in Alexandria taking the fuck over. Back when the trick ho number five was still alive. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Acting like he gonna take over that like he's running things, like he said later, you know. And that's just was like his M.O. for that, what, two set of two seasons, which was still weird that he was doing all that because he hadn't been doing all of that before. Yep. Then he's been and fucked up that character. For show. Fucked it up. Fucked it up. Okay, we have one. Thank you, Zombie Scotty. We have one more feedback for this episode, and it is from Niambi. You know what that is? That's all the feedback. People really are tired of this shit. <laughs> yeah. Real tired. 
And Niambi has a voicemail, which I always love her voicemails. Hey, Sister K. Hey, Brother Ray. What's going on, Robert from the Bay? <laughs> it's Niambi. And I'm calling in with my feedback for this hideous ass episode called Honor. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? I'm in my feelings once again. They wasn't honoring Carl. Nope. Eli fell asleep before the show even reached its halfway point. So <laughs> what does that tell you about? That's like Sister K. Yeah. Interesting it was. The senseless killing of Carl has really turned me off. And this used to be one of my favorite shows. But at this point, them killing Carl has little shock value because all it does is seem to me like it's cheap tricks to get ratings. And it certainly didn't push the story forward to kill Carl. I mean, Carl's story wasn't even complete. Then they done killed so many characters needlessly that there's only a few remaining that I actually care about. And most of them remaining are throwaway people. I don't care about them people. And they managed to take a really good show and just turn it into shit. So I'm really in my feelings about that. And as cool as Morgan's scenes were, which they were cool, that's not enough. And then they trying to tell me that Sadiq is a replacement for Carl. Like, ooh, it's worth it because he going to honor Carl. Fuck that. That's some bullshit. Sadiq (laughs) is not going to be no replacement for Carl. We watched this kid grow up for the past eight years. Thank you. Stop playing. Not worth it. Bullshit. At the end of the day, I feel like the show can just rest in peace because at this point, I'm just a casual fan, just remembering the early years of enjoyment of watching it that I had because yeah. they have just turned my show into shit. So I know y'all going to do a good job. Sister Kay, enjoy yourself hanging out with them two men, two chocolates, and <laughs> I will see y'all in <laughs> <laughs> Niambi, you are too crazy. <laughs> Thank you, Niambi. Thank you. Thank you, Niambi. And uh, you were right. They have really just jacked our show up. We don't care about the damn people that they keep parading through the screen. And the sure car death did take too damn long. Yeah. What's a good point? Like Robert said before, it used to be kind of scary. I mean, it used to be a time where you'd be on the edge of your seat. Now you're like, let me just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're Days even, of our lives. Yep. You're not even expecting to go to sleep, and then you're just, next thing you know, you sleep. <laughs> right. It's credits rolling. <laughs> I think I was like, okay, okay. I was almost to the point where they pulled him outside to that little church, and then I was gone. I woke up, and it was during the <laughs> replay. And I saw the end. That's how I saw the end was in the replay. <laughs> was that a little church? I didn't even know that. Was, was that a church? Well, wherever the stained glass was, I figured it was a church. Oh, Because it had okay. the stained glass. So what, it, was, it was a chapel, yeah. Or a chapel, yeah. Oh, uh, I dragged him out the sewers to go to a shack. I, I know. <laughs> and I'm wondering, they didn't ever show, but I guess we'll find out next week where they buried him at. Do they take him back to Hilltop to bury him? Which I'm hoping that's what they did. Do they bury him in in Alexandria? That'd be messed up if they buried him in Alexandria or burnt down and shit. I know, right? Because they're not going to be able to rebuild that place. They're not. But yeah, it's just... mm, 
she said she said casual watcher at this point. That's I mean a that is good all definition. The feedback. I mean Gamer Jones be how much feedback? <laughs> like yeah. 30, 40 of them. Mm, mm. A lot. This ain't no Game of Thrones. <laughs> Definitely ain't no Game of Thrones. Man, we didn't get none from Bunny or Joseph. Hey. Nothing. No toilet flushing from Bunny. <laughs> I don't even know if Bunny is still watching this mess. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we need better things Joseph. to do. Where's Joseph? Joseph ain't even watching anymore. Joseph Man. trying to finish college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He on that big rope. He's yeah. <laughs> that is so true, though. <laughs> you, got, you got the chickens in the background, though. He had me dead with he the chickens. He is on the Big Brother, but that's like his favorite, one of his favorites. But I mean, he'd be Big Brother Canada, Australia, Philippines. <laughs> FYI, Big Brother Canada starts next week, y'all. Oh, really? Okay. I thought they was doing Celebrity Big Big Brother, or that's finished already? It just oh, finished okay. this uh, last week on Sunday. Oh, okay. Actually, it was on the same time Walking Dead was. So oh, I know a lot of people were watching Big Brother finale instead of the Walking Dead premiere. <laughs> I was tr- I was kind of late to it, so I thought, well, I'll watch the Walking Dead live. Shit, I should have just watched Big Brother. <laughs> I probably would have stayed was... awake. <laughs> probably. I was switching to the Olympics. Oh like, yeah, the closing ceremony. But, oh, that was those closing ceremonies were really good. Yeah, I saw part of that. It was pretty good. So yeah, um, thank y'all. We had what seven people. Damn, that's poor. Give <laughs> <Just> feedback. <laughs> that's a sad shit right there, boy. <laughs> I know, right? We gave them like four days too. Gave them plenty. Yeah, plenty of time. Oh, like- we are kind of on time. They used to us being. Well, actually, this season we ain't been late. Hello. And I'll yeah, y'all been early. I've been seeing the podcast pop up like on tea. Wednesday. Yes, on teach. I mean, even from the season finale. I mean that that mid finale, you only had two extra. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just ain't watching. They just not watching the show. We cannot blame them. We cannot. Yeah. And after seeing the previews from next week, I really don't even want to watch it. Uh, but I'm gonna. I okay. might not be able to do. I'll probably just be able to do it once. I don't know if I can stomach twice. Casual viewer. Mm, thank yeah. you. Mm. Okay, well, that was all the feedback we had for this Walking Dead. Now let's get into uh, something that we do enjoy talking about, and we've all seen Black Panther. Yeah, <laughs> I never freeze. Now, before we start about the movie, had did y'all read the comics when they came out? Or did you go into this totally just into the movie experience? Did you have any background on the the comic at all? I grew up a big Marvel comic fan. I mean my brother used to take me to the comic book store every Saturday. Me and my little me and my cousin would would buy up the comics and everything. I used to love buying Avengers and Thor and Incredible Hope. I never got into Black Panther, though. I mean, I, I would read the comics, but I would never collect it. Like, on a monthly basis, they would get released every month. I mean, it was more of a grown... I was maybe 10, 11 at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was more of a grown-up storyline. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the DC comics. The DC comics, um, Batman, Superman, Joker. Those are all, like, 
like more teenager or more adult, young adult comics. And Black Panther was more of a young adult comic, so I never really got into it. But I knew who he was. I knew his his background, his storyline and everything. And so that's my backstory on Black Panther. Yeah, mine's very similar. I mean, I, you know, as a kid, like a double closet and one side was kind of your DC comics. The other side was the Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. I was familiar with Black Panther. I mean, I had all these stickers of them all over <laughs> you know, the closet. And I knew of Black Panther. I mean, I wasn't as familiar, um, but I knew of him going into it. That's awesome. So how do you think the movie stacked up against the comic? Or was it like light years better? The same? What you expected? I didn't expect too much from I mean, I didn't know what to expect because I was limited with the comics. But the actual movie to me was amazing. Just the visual aspects, the way they they kept so much of the African culture. I love when we, the mixture of of old African culture with new technology when they were going through the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, those kind of things need to be portrayed. Um, I remember, you know, people at my work, you know, they're just, especially after some certain comments made about African countries, and you know, all we have all this at our fingertips of of information and you can look online and see that certain places in Africa are high rises and very beautiful and and unfortunately what's always seen is is hungry children which we have here in America mm-hmm. so I think it's great to actually have that seen um, for the entire world I agree I I like how Wakanda was set up I mean you know I, I guess in the movie they show that you know they didn't experience like all the third world third world country stuff that the rest of Africa is going through and so they they kind of get to live the life you know quote unquote they get to live better and uh, you know it was I think it was very important for people to see that you know see you know parts of Africa that that we're doing that are successful and doing good and and that it can be good you know and that they can uh, succeed and you know help help themselves and help others around them and i guess i mean i guess you know going forward i mean if you guys stay for the after credit scenes they're gonna mm-hmm. you know they're gonna proceed to to help everybody else in in the world and and i think that's very positive good to see yeah i had a good message about how to take care of your community or not just your community, but beyond your community. Don't yeah, just even the antagonist. Yeah. Right. Even the antagonist. I was, I was kind of, you know, rooting for him. Right. Know? Yes. Lupita, Lupita was, Lupita was out there trying to help others too. I was rooting for her. I was rooting, you know, you kind of next, I mean, Black Panther was kind of like, he was, he, he was, he, he needed to have his eyes opened by, by people around him. But I don't know if you saw this. It was on YouTube. It was Denai and Lupita. They were doing an interview, which I thought was really interesting because, you know, a message in the movie was, like she said, when the guy woke up, you know, don't scare me, colonizer. It was pretty much on how colonization has raped Africa of its resources. Mm-hmm. And, and they showed in Wakanda women and men next to each other because if you look at a lot of, a lot of ethnical ethnic groups the mother the, the, the is the strong unit 
from Italian families to to Mexican families, to African American families, it's it's Big Mama. Mama keeps the group together while in the colonists people who colonized, the woman was supposed to be there in pearls and make your dinner and, and they weren't as strong a unit as you see with different ethnicities and various races. So what happens if you have a world where colonizers didn't influence and women and men were always equal? There wouldn't be oppression. That was a very good theme in, in um, Black Panther, I thought, because it was not so much downplaying. It was more of a celebration and lifting up all of the women and recognizing their equal, not equal, but their worth that don't, you don't always see in other movies or TV shows. They're always the, you know, peripheral person that has to be saved by the hero man. And this was kind of the other way around. They were kind of saving the hero at times. Actually, right. most of the time, they were helping him with his battles. They had just as much pride in their country and where they came from as the hero. They had just as much, um, what's the word, Dr- ambition to protect the same way he did, which I right. love that part. Well, you know, the first time I watched it, because I watched it twice, first time I watched it, it was just for enjoyment. And then there was there was so much dialogue afterwards that I started the second time I kind of picked up on a lot of things, but you know, it's amazing how, you know, the big argument now is people are saying, why didn't Wakanda help other people? You know, I mean, in a fictional world, of course, but you have to also ask the other argument is as African-Americans got more strength and more power. Why didn't, why didn't we as African-Americans help Africa? And why are we not helping Africa? Exactly. And I think that's what Black Panther's father, I think it was his idea not to help nobody. They, I guess it was passed down through generations to, to, uh, you know, keep it within Wakanda, only mm-hmm. Wakandan people. And I guess, like I said earlier, you know, they had to open Black Panther's eyes to it, Lupita and, uh, Killmonger, you know, it took them showing T'Challa what was going on outside was, was not good, you know, to their people, you know, people all around the country who came from Africa, you know, and I guess that's, that's what made him realize, you know, he's got to share what he's had, what he has had for, you know, for generations. And, you know, that's, that's going to be hard to do, but he's willing to do it. So. Yeah. It was their tradition just to keep everything secret and not let right. anyone know so they could preserve their resources and preserve um, their space and not be taken over and overrun. But I think um, the cool thing about, well, not the cool thing, but what T'Challa does learn is that by doing this, we're creating a bigger problem because look at how Eric was, he was created that, that kind of was created by him being left and yeah. no one taking responsibility for him. And so what us not taking responsibility of helping others, what are we creating now because of that? I I like that. Yeah. It's like what Robert said. I mean, the antagonist is like, you saw what he was, you know, you felt what he was, you know, why he was so angry, you know, you got it. Now his methods were kind of off because he wanted to kill up everybody though. (laughs) You know, he didn't want to just, help 
um, the world. He wanted to go kill all the leaders in the world and then take it over. So that's where he was off. But, you know, his initial thought process was, well, we need to use these resources to help others. I'm just going to take it over and then kill everybody here who might oppose me and, and tear and destroy all of the things that makes Wakanda special. And then it'll be mine. Well, and I think Lupita's, Lupita's character was wonderful because she was that bridge. She was Wakanda, but she her, her mission was to help other people. And I, I do like that they showed that. But, you know, I think the thing the thing that gives me is that in 2018, we're still having this whole big thing about race, which I wish we never, I wish we can get over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish we could. I mean, it's like to show this from Africa, you know, it's, it's wonderful, but we're, you know, we need to show more of, from Asia. We need to show more from the Middle East. I mean, there's so much and we're still, everyone's still fighting to get their voice. Mm-hmm. And I think this movie, by making all this money, uh, and that's how you talk to Hollywood, maybe it opens up more doors. I agree. I hope so. I think it can help, too. I think it can help but open those doors and make the people in power realize the ones that have the money that are greenlining these movies and stories and because they're out there. They're just not getting the wide release distribution that this movie will get. But those stories are out there. It's just that people haven't been willing to show it and put it out there thinking that they wouldn't make any money from it. Mm-hmm. In their narrow right. view, they're thinking, well, I don't want to see a story with a whole bunch of black people in it about their lives and their country and whatever. That, you know, that's what was was being said behind doors. Oh, but the way it was done. But, it's, oh. but, you know, I think what people didn't realize is that or they didn't realize because they probably never had to is that when you don't when you finally get a story that speaks to you and you see yourself you're someone that looks like you on the screen that makes a big impact when you go to be entertained and you can see some you can see something so spectacular and and it happens to be a cast of of black people that look like you you're gonna be amazed and thrilled and excited and and i think that now has become clear to those powers that be. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of changes with that, with regards to that. Change is coming. Change going to come. My favorite part is when that, that whole, when he blew up the car and what's the name was still driving. <laughs> I mean, that's just, he was steering the wheel and everything. Oh yeah. When she slid up, when she slid yeah. <laughs> I was kind of worried on that one because I was like, "Ooh, where'd they go? How, where'd she get out of this?" Yeah, that was you know so what my, the, the funniest part for me was when she was walking with them and she looked down at his shoes and he's like, "What are those?" <laughs> yes, she was like the breakout. I mean, she oh, was she so was. his sister. Yes, I'm telling you, Black Black Mirror. She's in uh, episode of Black Mirror. And it's real good. I'm going to have to go check that out. Uh, Letitia Wright. Yeah, Letitia Wright. She was great. She just she made great. you smile you know, every time you saw yeah, her on the screen because she, she was, was so, good. like, enthusiastic and, like, excited. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, brother, let me show you this. Yeah, I love that. I love that you character. Know, I wonder what happens. You tell me what you think. I mean, of course, there's going to be a sequel with all the money it's making. But I thought the charm of this movie was 
the explanation of Wakanda, it kind of gave you like the first Batman where you have a storyline. And because a lot of these things get to be just here you are, you're the hero. Here comes someone bad mm-hmm. all the way through and ends. This actually had, you know, when even the, the ceremonies, the beauty of the ceremonies and, and mm-hmm. which made Black Panther and, and seeing all those people at the waterfalls mm-hmm. as you look up, you just kind of wonder what the sequel is going to bring. Mm. That's that a good amazing. question. That's a good question. Cause I mean, will it stay in Wakanda? I, I would think no. I think it would be more out in the world and helping the world. I think it depends on, cause you know, all these stories are interwoven, which I kind of mm-hmm. like, but then again, I kind of don't. Cause if you miss one of them, you're out. <laughs> no, but black Panther, this, this black Panther movie and the last Thor movie, they both and, and guardians of the galaxy, they all stood on their own. There wasn't really no, uh, no interweaving with but I mean, you know, like, other events. They, but, they weave- but no, I, I Go ahead. No, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from because they, they, they are, are in each other's movies. They continue but, like some of the story from a previous, like so, the tragedies the that happened in the Captain first America. Avengers was revisited in the second event, you know, or so not the second Avengers in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, you know their their battle and all of the collateral damage that happened there. So it's not that you have to watch those previous ones, but some of like I mean, I don't watch the Thors as much, so I have no idea how the if there's any story that continues from there. So I feel like it's kind of probably depend on what happens in this next movie, which is the the Avengers. They might build off of that for the next Black Panther. But then you would want to build Black Panther because, and then also because. Black Panther was married to Storm. So yeah, how do you put get Storm back in there? I mean... And well, Disney just bought Fox, so... Oh. Well, I guess the ink is still dry, and it's, it's not for sure yet, but if they get Fox, then they get yeah. X-Men. They get mm. Fantastic Four. Interesting. I mean, I'll be right. Because if somebody's saying, then would Lupita be Storm, or would they... No. Break her, you know, him and the P. I don't know. That may be interesting if they go that deep. They don't have to copy that. They don't have to go with what was written. Yeah. They can they can switch it up. I'm thinking. I thought. No. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I thought Michael B. Jordan stole the show. He's been oh. in every single one of Ryan Coogler's movies. And every single one of his movies, he's. He's done amazing, I think. He's amazing. Yeah. He's a great actor. I think he had the best line in the movie, too. <laughs> Which line? Which one? When he said, um, burn me and spread my ashes over oh. the river. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over the ocean. Yeah, he was like, yeah. Yeah. If I knew what my ancestors or Where my, my ancestors, ancestors knew died. what I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Which best you stuff were- that reminded me of that American Gods episode. Yeah, didn't it? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. With yeah. um, the spider, Orlando Jones. Right. It did, didn't that it? Was, that was powerful. Mm-hmm. But I love how he just, I mean, everybody's so regal and everybody's whatever. He brought you America. We just said, hey, auntie. Oh, <laughs> my yeah. gosh. I love that. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> In front of town, Oakland representing the Bay. Yeah. 
And that's another thing he changed too, because uh, Black Panther is really from uh, from Harlem, or you know his story is from Harlem. But I guess you know he had to change it because you know he had to rep the Bay. Yeah, he like, from the Bay. He was like he wanted the Bay represented. I was like, hey, awesome. it worked. It worked. It worked out. It did work. It did work. I loved it. Now going to our Walking Dead connection, deny. Ugh. Oh, she wow. was fabulous, gorgeous. I mean, the those Dua La, Milaje, Dua Milaje, Dora were, Milaje, Dora Milaje. Excuse me. Oh, amazing. Were amazing. Yes. From costumes to their fighting ability to their intensity. I mean, they were just like intense every moment they were on the screen. And based off of a real all women's army in Africa. I mean, there is a real group, and it's like, you know, when you find out these things, you're like, well, why haven't I been told? <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of amazing when they were going back or some of YouTube and showing these actual very strong tribes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's very interesting to watch. Very interesting. And then there is a video, I think it's on YouTube, but I think I saw it on Facebook with an interview with um, Ryan Coogler where they have him kind of break down a scene and it was that fight scene in the casino. Yeah. And he talks about why she so hates that dress and the wig and everything else, because that's not, well, not really the dress, but the wig more importantly, because the Dora Milaje's symbol was their bald head and that they, when they take the oath to protect the King, they shave their head and that was like against everything that she's about having to put that wig on. And then he mm-hmm. mentioned that as soon as the fight broke out, she was like, okay. And threw that wig. out. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts when she snatched that wig off and threw it. <laughs> I immediately thought about her as Michonne. I mean, cause I know she'd been trying to get that wig off. I <laughs> uh, know. Oh, yeah. Right. But I just love that video. It's like 20 minutes and he breaks the whole scene down. It's so cool because he, he talks about like what it took to film it. He talks about um, the re- the clothing, like even um, Lupita's dress. Actually, he talks about all their clothes. So Lupita has a green dress with these diagonal lines in it. And then um, Michonne has the, what's her name? In the, I can't remember her character's name. All of a sudden. Okoye. thank you. She has a red dress, which is representing the Dora Milaje. And then T'Challa has on black which is supposed to symbolize the flag, the main flags in um, Africa, red, black, and green. And then he, hmm. he breaks all this stuff down. It's just so interesting, which will probably be on like the Blu-ray features. Right. But he breaks the scene down that gives you more depth that you don't really get when you're just watching the movie because you're just so amazed by the movie that um, I love those little, those little touches from the director and those extra background as to why they filmed it a certain way and what they were doing and right i have to give it to because who was the product who who's the producer i mean what's his name again uh ryan coogler the director and he, the director i'm sorry but he said that he was given just full reign i mean no one got yeah. pay. that's that's, that's amazing rare, especially with big companies especially right. with this i mean especially with the marvel universe Especially right. with Disney, you know, that mouse, he, that mouse tell you what to say <laughs> and do. 
But you know what? That tells you that they didn't think it was going to be much. I don't think they felt like it's going to be a nice little number of people. No, I don't think that's what they thought. I don't think, because, and I I don't think they really wanted. No, I don't think think so. I I mean, they was put, they put a ton of money with this sucker. I think he just had that much trust in him. The biggest budget he's ever had to do a movie. And I think I think it was one of the most expensive Marvels, wasn't it, too? Not just for... Was it? I can't remember. Oh, I'm sure. But I don't think they just thought that it wouldn't do anything. I thought they they just had trust in him and the script to tell this story. Well, I feel better about that. Well, I think it was great because even they said, even like Angela Bassett's hair. I mean, they went to real stylists. And you could tell the difference between her dreads and Michelle. Come on. Now, oh, yeah. yeah, like me yeah. and Sister J used to always say, you could go downtown Dallas and find a better damn wig than what they got on this right. Hollywood produced, supposedly, you know, with real, with uh, makeup artists and hair people. You can tell they're not going to real deal, holy filled people. Right. They're just snatching a wig off of a mannequin and saying, here you go. Because this is not how... It would look if this was they was out in the streets. They would get laughed out of the streets with that mess. Come on know, now, was, Hollywood. Have you seen those videos of, of people in Africa actually responding? I mean, it was just. I mean, I think it's just something people have not seen before, and it's just been videos on YouTube where people are very emotional. Yeah. Um, and it, it it really is a cultural event. I mean, it says a lot. And, you know, and I'm happy, but I have to say it's a shame that we're still doing this in 2018, but I'm happy that it is coming around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Very good movie. For anyone who has not seen it, you need to go see it. Now. In the theater. On the big the, screen. The mm-hmm. Very, very good. We'll be doing a um, Black Panther podcast because all the sisters except for one, guess who? Has seen the movie. <laughs> this is Jay. Uh-huh. So we will um, plan that in the near future. We just have to get our schedules together. When is she going to go see it? That's a good question. Y'all should ask her. Uh, you know what? Let her die now. What'd you say? You're having too much fun on that couch. Do <laughs> it over, Sister Jay. That's probably right. <laughs> Pass the remote and the popcorn. <laughs> exactly. Now you know, I, the first time I saw it, it was it was a nice crowd. It was a good, fun group. I was in a, let's just say, a different neighborhood. <laughs> Second time, the first like, oh, let's go see it. And I'm telling you, your cousin's acting a fool up in that theater. <laughs> I was like, please don't do this. There was this lady that, I mean, every time the words came on the screen, she screamed them out, and I was just what? like, don't do. It. Right. Uh, like, when it came up, Wakanda, she's like, damn, Wakanda, y'all. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, oh, and you know that one scene where the girl, where the sister was like, you know what I call these? And there was kids in the theater or whatever. And the lady goes, they're sneakers. And I'm like, so damn. hopefully she has a better experience in the theater. And luckily I saw it with a good crowd because the second time, I mean, it was. <sighs> it was difficult, huh? It was difficult. <laughs> and unfortunately it was another of my friend's first time going. So she was just she was just pissed. She was like, 
she couldn't even get into it. So I told her to, you know, go say it again. Oh, that's terrible. That's too bad. It is terrible. I had a good crowd too. It was packed. We had a mixture, but it was mostly black people in the theater. And it was great. Nobody was talking. I mean, people were laughing and, you know, talking, but it wasn't like overpowering where it was affecting your ability to watch the movie. Right. You first know, time, this, that's the first time, yeah, it was crowded and it was a good crowd and, mm-hmm. and you could hear a pin drop. Well, but you know. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, when I, when I saw when I saw it uh, and they showed Oakland, I, I straight up yelled out the town. <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but that's only because I'm out here on the East Coast, so I had to represent it. And I was like, yeah, the town. And then every, everyone kind of looked at me and I was like, my fault. <laughs> How long have you been in Virginia? Uh, since August. Oh, oh wow, okay. that's been a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah. After I saw you, brother Ray, when was that? Uh, oh, that was in the summer, right? That meeting was end of. It was like April, May. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too far after that. Maybe a couple months. I still have dreams about that restaurant we went to. Hey. <laughs> It must have been That's good. Oh, uh, damn. It was so good. It must mm. have been good. Mm. We wasn't even hungry, really. I, if I can remember correctly, we wasn't hungry, but we had ate everything on the table. <laughs> we, we didn't leave no leftovers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing, huh? Nothing. That's no. when you know it's good. Mm. No. You can't find that in St. Louis. You just can't. Y'all got that barbecue, though. Well, yeah. Ooh, that sounded some barbecue. Yeah. Hey, Texas got that barbecue, too. Yeah. We, so we got that dry rub. Yeah. And they're really Tex-Mex. They have the mesquite flavor. I like more of the sweet, sweet barbecue. I use applewood myself. Mesquite is too overbearing to me. Yeah. yeah. At least when I, when I smoke my stuff. Mm-hmm. I like it more of a sweet heat barbecue sauce. But if it's a good place, you're not supposed to even put barbecue sauce on it. But I still have to put a little bit of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Well, thank. I want to thank Robert from the Bay, Brother Ray, for joining me on the podcast today. Even though we did not enjoy it, I had a lot of fun talking shit on the show with (laughs) y'all. It was more than I could could ever dream of being (laughs) with Mr. K. It was a lot of fun. I mean, even though the show is shitty, it's still fun to talk about. Yeah. People that remember who, how it used to be. I mean, at our, this our point, roots are too deep. Yeah. Do what? We we have too much of a history to, you know what I'm enjoy saying? Enjoy it to, currently. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so what, I mean, at this point, I mean, we know Negan's going to have to go down, but it's at the point now, <laughs> if they kill him, it's going to be like, fine. Whatever. Yep. If they wait yeah. too long, it's going to be whatever. If they just if they go on and do it, we can move past it and move on. But I bet you they're going to string it out the whole season. Oh yeah, they haven't learned yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the governor, you think it's not going? It's going to be stretched. Well, it's too I- late. I think they've already filmed it, so it's too late for them to fix it. You're they're right. going to have to keep right. on with what they filmed and then just try to fix it next season. Yep. You know, and in the meantime, we're going to get annoyed. What they could do is re-edit them suckers, but I bet you they can't do that either because they're probably done. 
They're but they're probably over budget already. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you imagine? They got buku people on that damn show. <laughs> they can't be on budget with their with their money paying all the nope. people. So anyway, thank y'all so much for joining me. I know it was a chore to watch, but it was fun to talk about. Hope y'all had a good time. Had a great had a great time. For the Sister Speak Nation, if you would like to get in touch with Brother Ray or Robert from the Bay, do y'all have any social media handles you want to give out, or should they just find you in the group? Just find me in the group. Y'all can find me on the group or check me out on Instagram. And uh, What's your I don't Instagram? even know my Instagram name. <laughs> I think it's J-R-G-Z underscore 94112. That's it. Okay. <laughs> and for everyone else who wants to uh, find out more about the podcast, you can go to sisterspeakproductions.com, find all of our podcasts and where to get them. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash sisterspeakpodcast. We have a wonderful, wonderful private group called Sister Speak Nation where we get to chit chat with each other and just enjoy um, conversation, talk about TV, movies, life, all kinds of stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we're on Twitter at underscore sister K. I'm also at, at sister speak cast. And, uh, we are on Google plus we're on Instagram at sister speak, um, prod P R O D. And if you would like, we had a couple of mentions to attend the third annual sister speak family reunion. You can do so by getting your tickets at sisterspeakproductions.com slash register. It will be July 27th and 28th. Uh, weekend's worth of Sister Speak. It's going to be fun, fun, fun. We're going to have a game night. We're going to have a separate day night for our reunion activities, dinner, dancing, alcohol, y'all. So it'll be a lot of fun. So we hope y'all can make it. In the meantime, if you'd like to send in feedback for the next episode, you can send it to SST Walking Dead, which you know we already know is going to be some shit now. SST Walking Dead at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voicemail at 972 755 1215 or speakpipe.com/slash all right. Well, that is it for now. Thank y'all again for joining me. It was a lot of fun. I'm what? Sister K. I'm Brother Ray. I'm Robert from the Bay. And we'll see you <laughs> next time. Bye. Peace. Are we off yet? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Classic. <laughs>